Once upon a time, Little Red Riding Hood was sent off from her home by her mother to visit her grandmother. She was sent with a basket. A basket full of Campbell's chicken noodle soup, a bottle of Tums, half full, with only the purple Tums left, and a bottle of whiskey. On Little Red Riding Hood's way to Grandma's house, she stumbled upon a woodsman. And man, that woodsman had some rippling biceps and washboard abs. So she stopped to talk to the woodsman. And he warned Little Red Riding Hood about a predator who was about. And told her to not stray from her path, but to go straight to Grandma's house and talk to no one else. I mean, the whole time he was doing this, he was staring at her tits. But, you get it. So Little Red Riding Hood went upon her way. But she realized to herself, oh, it would take forever to get to Grandma's house. And Grandma had Wi-Fi, and she had run out of data, and she wanted to listen to the newest episode of Suck My Fick on her podcast. And she couldn't do it without Wi-Fi. So she cut through the woods. As she cut through the woods, the big bad wolf spied her. And he watched as she skipped along. I mean, he watched her ass, but you know what I mean. He watched as she skipped along. Well, the wolf knew that she was going to grandmother's house, and he darted ahead because wolves are faster than humans. That's just fucking science, all right? Go ask Neil deGrasse Tyson, okay? It's science! When Little Red Riding Hood got to grandmother's house, she came in, and she seen Grandma laying in bed. And she said, Grandma, what big eyes you have. And Grandma said, Oh, my dear! Oh! What, what, better to see you with! And Little Red Riding Hood said, Grandma, what a big smile you have! And Grandma said, Oh, oh, all the better! All the better to show you how much I... Oh, I appreciate you, dear! And then Little Red Riding Hood noticed that the sheets were moving and bobbing and thrusting. And she said, Grandma, what's going on under the sheets? And she pulled it back and the wolf was eating Grandma. And oh my God, was he licking that clit. He was fucking paws deep in that pussy. And he was giving Grandma the best orgasm of her goddamn life. And afterwards, also, and then all three of them had a cigarette, and they went on their merry way. Welcome to Beef Sticks Podcast. How's it going, folks? <laughs> Probably not going as good as Granny, huh? <laughs> Sounds like she was having a 
good old time. Ah, you know, you might as well. You might as well enjoy your life. And folks, if you want wild and wacky adventurous stories way better than that, because I'm just a fucking amateur, you should really check out Austin and Cameron on Suck My Fick Podcast. They just happen to be our big old PP for the week, folks. And you know, I mean, Pacey, we, we could tell them about Suck My Fick. We could tell them about Austin and Cameron, but... Should we? Do we know that there's not children in the room right now? I I mean, I think maybe Austin and Cameron could tell them better themselves. What do you think? Probably. As a matter of fact, check this shit out. Hi, I'm Austin. And I'm Cameron, and we host a fanfiction podcast called Suck My Fic. Have you ever wondered who would win in a fight between Big Bird and Guy Fieri? Or maybe you're just wondering, is there any possible way Eeyore could get any hotter? Every Monday, we read some really bad fanfictions to find out. We read all about who R2 is D2F. It's super fun and super uncomfortable. Find us on SuckMyFic.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Come listen to us discuss what kind of nasty stuff we think Shaggy has made Scooby-Doo do for a Scooby snack. Raggy, no! (laughs) (laughs) That was... I like them guys, Pacey. I mean, we need to go and fucking have a few drinks with them guys. Yeah. We could get into some weird shower shit with Dutch Rudders and baked potatoes. Oh, I I tell you what, man. I've never really wanted to have a threesome involving Scooby-Doo and Pikachu, but goddamn, they rhyme and I think it's time. All right. Sounds good. But you know, I I I'm I'm Fat Mac. I come up with my fantastic fables, so I'm always I'm always thinking of I'm always thinking of the world of the fables. I'm thinking of three little pigs and little red riding hood and the brothers Grimm and all that. But you know what, Pasty, listening to those guys talk, I I kinda have an idea. What's that? I came up with a uh, a fan fiction of my own about uh about Cameron and Austin. Ooh, do tell. You want to hear it? Let's do it. Listeners, do you guys want to hear it? We want to hear it. All right, here you go. So for this episode of Beef Sticks podcast. I, Fat Max, set out to find a great PP. One of the best PPs ever. You know, I am a connoisseur of PPs. And my quest for the best PP ever brought me to the doorstep of a giant brick building with an awning made of cedar and oak. Willow trees danced in the distance. I walked up to the door with its plate glass window and I knocked. And I knocked a hearty knock. The door opened. And to my surprise was quite the handsome gentleman 
named Austin. And no, this is not of the stone-cold variety that would drink Steve Weiser's on the WWE Pro Wrestling Show. No, this was a man who knew his way around some fan fiction. This was a man who knew what he wanted in life. I stared deeply in his eyes, and he asked me, what the fuck do you want? I was at a loss for words. Took him back. I looked at him and said, Is Cameron available? He brought me in. Took me to Cameron, who was sitting down on a white leather couch, staring into a fireplace. Inside that fireplace were raccoons. I didn't ask why there were raccoons in the fireplace, and I did not ask why they burnt street rats. No, not Aladdin of Disney fame. That's what I call raccoons. I took a seat near Cameron. And I said, Cameron, my man, how would you and Austin like to be the PP of the BSP for this week's BSP? And he said, you're not speaking words, son. You're just saying letters. So I rephrased the question and I said, sir, we would like a podcast partner that we could share our show with. And in return, we would let others know of their shows. And hopefully it would grow the audience of both shows to where we could all usurp this Trumpian empire. Cameron looked at me and he said, I do not understand what you say. It was at that point I knew Austin was the man to talk to. <laughs> and I turned to Austin and he just shook his head and said, I apologize for Cameron. He grabbed me by the hand. He took me into the bedroom. He dressed me up in a Sailor Moon outfit. And we made sweet love that evening. We made sweet love until the sun came up. I know that we started at 5.30 a.m., but you know what? At 7.30 a.m., it was done. And we had made a connection. As I walked out the room, he looked at me and he said, Fat Mac! You really should listen to Suck My Fick, the newest episode, Lusty Gengar 2, Curse of the Stump Zombie. Episode 21 is now available. And I said, where can I find this? He stroked the back of my neck and he brought his lips close upon my ear and whispered, Spotify, iTunes, and wherever fine podcasts are playing. Wow. What a masterpiece. I mean, you know, it gave me a chub. I'm rock hard right now. Wow. Fuck, I'm about to I'm about to live stream on YouPorn. 
Share it with the masses. You poor look at my ass. You poor not so twenty sixteen. Oh god, you know how many X's I have on fucking YouPorn? That's how old that shit is. Oh shit, don't tell them that. I, mean, I ain't seen none of that yet. I mean I guess I ain't been digging deep enough. I mean I didn't I didn't Easter heard. egg hunt folks, let's go. If you wanna find my dirty shit, you gotta look up fucking 4chan. That's where I drop my shit. First person who can accurately describe Fat Max testicles to me. And I know what they look like. Damn right. So you better be spot on. We win a free lifetime pass of B-Sticks podcast. Damn right! That's a great fucking value. You know my testicles once saved me one time? How'd they do that? So, long story short, there were some accusations that were maybe thrown around about me. This was when I was yet, yet a lad. Before I had even become adult, if you legally adult. But, um, and I, I got brought into the police station. You know, it is what it is. So besides the fact that there are people corroborating my story and not the woman's story, they had, uh, they had said something. And I said, well, uh, let's not beat around the bush. There was allegedly oral sex involved. And I said, can she describe what it looks like? And uh, after a little bit of talking and chit-chatting and this and that, I basically said, hey, I'm completely shaven. Ask her to describe what I look like. And a few... About a week later, maybe not a full week later, I was brought back in. And I was told that they had asked her, not in those exact words, but to describe everything. And that she had mentioned I had pubis. And I literally dropped my pants in front of the police. Wham! And I was completely clean shaven. And said, nope. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I was still there for... Any long-time <laughs> listeners will know Fat Mac is a grand purveyor of keeping his denethers. Denethers? Denethers. Yes. Yeah, denethers. The, his his denethers. denethers. Scot-free from fuzz. So I was there about probably another half hour later. It's not like the movies. It's not like, oh, here it is, and then they let you go. There's still, you know, there's still shit you have to go through. But I was there about another half hour, 45 minutes. But after that, time went, time went, time went. I got a call up and said, well, the case against you is being dropped. We don't need anything further from you. Man, the cops should do a little bit more thorough investigation. Ask her things like, how does the mouth feel? And then she can describe it in great detail. And then they can put your thingy in their mouth. Yeah. And then they can tell that it's not the same. They should have asked her what the taste was, because I'd have gave them a taste. (laughs) I mean, I'd have gave them a taste. No, It was uh, a sad point in time, but you know. It happens. It happened. It's one of those things, it didn't happen for years later. You know? 
And ironically, it happened at the same time she was apparently getting married. And apparently she just laid it all on the table for her fiancé of what she had all done <laughs> in the past. But then she tried to twist it to where she wasn't the slut. Like, oh, oh but yeah. I didn't. I was the victim. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. That's what it was. And I was like, oh, my gosh. You can't come back four years later and fuck. No, I don't know. He was totally putting things in my drinks and he wouldn't stop talking about pudding pops. No. Nope. That's not Fat Mac. <laughs> no. Nope. Bill Cosby. That was Cosby, baby. <laughs> fun times, fun times. I like I like those allegations. But you know what? I still support hashtag me too because for the for every one woman that goes out there and plays some bullshit card, there's twenty women that are getting abused. So we can't True. we can't forget about them. God bless them. Hundred percent, hundred percent. That isn't even sarcastic, folks. If you're not in the wrong, just go out there and tell them everything you want to know, and just fucking whip your junk out in front of the cops. Because you know what they say: the cock shall set you free. <laughs> I don't even know if it was like the lack of hair, but I think when I whipped it out, the way that they were just all fucking laughing and everything, they're like, oh my god, there's no way that damaged anything, that poor bastard. And just, you know, they just let it go. They were like, nah, nah, this fucker. <laughs> He couldn't force it. You can't any... lock him up. He'd be a victim. Yeah, she literally had to look for that. There ain't no way he forced it. <laughs> she was searching. <laughs> he didn't even have hair and she was searching. It's fucking pathetic. I've never been ashamed to say I have a small cock but giant balls, man. But you know, I'll make a woman come. That's all that matters. I, you know, I learned over the years how to work my mouth, Pasty. I learned how to work my mouth. And the mouth is so much more than a penis ever could. Oh, yeah. I mean, that, that goes for men and women. Could you imagine if you could train your penis to do what a mouth can do? Well, That'd be wonderful. I mean, I would be putting sandwiches in my pants. Yeah. Which would be kind kind of cool. Belching through your cock hole. You know, I guess... Like, the whistling would be fun. <laughs> yeah, it would. That would be cool. you get a nice pitch out of it, I think. Oh, definitely. Bring a whole new meaning to skin flute. Yeah. You know, I I, I do a good, uh, I do a good, like, uh, cheetah growl, like the... Wow. I'd love to see that with a penis. <laughs> <laughs> I bet it would feel really good, I think good the too. testicles have to rumble for that. Like... <laughs> Oh, yeah, they amplify the bass. <laughs> Pacey, just let me go. This is going to be a boring show. Uh, I was waiting for you to interrupt me. I was just trying to get a good enough sample to edit it. <laughs> I'm going to bring out the bass. I'm going to make it rumble. Right. Damn, boy, you got subs in that trunk? Nah, it's just my cock and ball. You're gonna, I, I already know you, Pace. You're going to pull a Howard Stern on this one. You're just going to fucking turn the treble way low, bass up high, and just fucking get yourself off riding on me fucking doing oh, yeah. that. Oh, yeah. 
you ever watch that? Uh, you ever watch uh, Private Parts? No, actually. Really? It's one of those movies that has eluded me through Fuck, the years. Fuck! It's I'm not the big I'm I'm not the biggest Howard Stern fan. I'm not anti Howard Stern. I'm just not a huge fan of his either. I love that movie. See, and I don't know how it wound up getting bound up in a group, but the Howard Stern movie, Tom Hanks Big, and uh, uh, The Big Lebowski all somehow got lumped in the same ball for me. And I didn't even watch Big Lebowski, Bowski, Booski. Okay, so number one, not watching Big Lebowski is, is fucking sinful. I know. I have watched it. I've oh, watched it many good. times now. You fucker. Number two, I literally just watched Big yesterday. Good for you. Not for the first time. I've watched it many times. No. That's still one of them I haven't seen ever, so. It's, you know, as as great as Tom Hanks is supposed to be, that's one of the, like, five maybe movies that I like that he's in. He's not in a lot of good movies. Forrest Gump, Big... Fucking, can you name another one? Uh, I mean, yeah. Toy Story? <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess you can use Toy Story as a voice actor, but even that's like at the bottom of Pixar spectrum, so. but You think that's the bottom of Pixar? I think Toy Story well, is Well, I mean, it's not, it's not Cars, but it's not like fucking... Uh, Monsters Inc. or like any of the good ones. I'd be I'd be hard pressed to argue that. Yeah, but that's a story for another show, folks. And of course, that show would be buttered pop culture. Make sure to check out our latest episode on Gotham. It came out just in time for Halloween. And you know you want a dark night for your dark nights when you're sitting and imagining a dark night coming into your life. Or just a dark night coming in general. Wow. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <coughs> so, Fat Mac, I heard you crack a beer. What you sipping on tonight? I'm sipping on Corley Vouchoua Avante Ishwe Onsna. I got that imported from France. It's actually 500 bucks a can. And it's made from goat milk, goat piss, and goat perspiration. Ooh, tasty. Tantalizing. Very, very tasty. And they put just a little bit of uh, thistle milk in there. Thistle milk. Thistle milk. Thistle. Thistle milk. Thistle milk. What do you got? Thistle milk. Good old, fine, Chinese H2O. You should have fucking lied like I did. It would have made it way more fucking interesting. <laughs> I figured you were talking about Coors. <laughs> I'm talking about Coors. <laughs> but it's all about how you sell the story. Come on now. 
It's all about how you sell the uh, story. God, I would love to be drinking. I, unlike you, wasted five hours of my life today. Well, I mean, to be fair, most of America wasted at least five hours of their lives today. I think it's funny for as many people talking about how they were going to boycott, not watch it. Seems like most people watched it. Oh, you're talking about that five hours? That was five hours? It was from 10 to 3. Man. Hey. We had an hour pre-show. You know what? I, I messaged you complaining because, like, what? The evolution didn't have a pre-show, but this? One, one goat-piss-drinking son of a bitch actually boycotted this shit. Yeah. His name is Fat Mac. I did not. I, you know what? Not even once did I fucking even think I wanted to watch this. There's not one match that made me want to watch it. The only match that almost would have made me want to watch it is Styles versus Joe. But even that, it's like they had their best matches in TNA. None of nothing in in WWE is going to match what they had in fucking TNA. So, fuck that. I'll just watch GWN, the Global Wrestling Network, you know? That's terrible. Well, no, we'll get... No, fucking Jeff Jarrett (laughs) needs another bar of gold, man. (laughs) He needs to buy another airplane. Just just out of curiosity, since since I was being that kind of whiny little bitch, I'm going to assume that you didn't put any winners of, of the crown jewel in. I did. I highlighted on the page things. Oh, you just, not neatly. You just, I didn't you just do highla- it color coded oh, like you okay, do. Okay, okay. I just kind of. I do see that. Winners now. got highlighted and, and okay. losers didn't. Rock on. I see yeah. that. I just. Yep. Nope. See it. I see it. Gotcha. Yes. Eyeballs help. Yeah, that was um, man. Well, that that's going to be coming on, but. That was just a, uh, a a fuckery, man. I don't think there's been any outlet that has agreed with WWE going through with this. Now, let's let's say this, Pasty. There are American companies that have been dealing in Saudi Arabia for many years. Um, WWE can't say they've been doing it for many years. This is a recent. But, I don't know. Vince has tried to say that they've been dealing with Saudi Arabia for 20 years. Okay, so... That's something okay. he said this week before Crown Jewel. He lies, but let's say that's true. Because I'm going to give him the benefit of the doubt. There's a huge difference between Coke selling Coca-Cola in Saudi Arabia, between Nike selling Nikes in Saudi Arabia... And WWE having a pay-per-view event in Saudi Arabia. Right. Because all they're doing is is, shilling Saudi Arabian propaganda to the rest of the world. That's the biggest... Yeah, the biggest thing is WWE is pushing the propaganda of Saudi Arabia. The other big thing is that for Coke to pull Coke out of Saudi Arabia would literally take... A, a huge surplus of vehicles extracting product that's already literally there. WWE went forward and brought their cameras, 
brought their producers, brought their rings, brought their personalities, brought their wrestlers to Saudi Arabia within the time after Khashoggi's death. Nike, Coca-Cola, all these other companies that have been in Saudi Arabia, those, those products are already there. They've been shipped there years in advance, months in advance. Right. You know, and another thing, I have never, 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 and nobody can fucking counteract me on this one, because I say a lot of bullshit that I lie about on this show that people call me out on. But no, this one you can't call me out on. I've never seen a commercial in America of Coca-Cola saying, go to Saudi Arabia, drink our Coke. (laughs) I've never seen a Nike commercial that has said, go to Saudi Arabia, buy our shoes. But WWE literally says, go to Saudi Arabia, watch our show. They say, sit in your home and order our show from Saudi Arabia. Coca-Cola isn't selling Cokes from Saudi Arabia to your couch. (laughs) I can't wait to see Coca-Cola have on the back of their cans or bottles, (laughs) share share a Coke in Saudi Arabia. (laughs) Share a Coke for Kushagi. Saudi Arabia <laughs> with a big fucking emoji thumb. I got to give a little bit of credit to WWE, though, because they didn't, like, horribly suck the dick of the Saudi Arabia royal family this time. They, they didn't they, show a lot of propaganda. Did they, do any of the, did they do any of the propaganda? Hulk Hogan did a... No, not really. Hulk Hogan, you know, comes out and, brother... It's so good to be back, and I knew that the only place I could make my comeback was here, brother. Was a place that hates... still rages wild here. (laughs) The only place I can make a comeback is a place that hates minorities as much as I do. (laughs) Which, you know what? First of all, I love Hulk Hogan, and I will suck his dick if he came here right now. I don't give a shit. I would suck Hulk Hogan's dick while he's saying the N-word. I don't give a shit. Fuck you, okay? I love Hulk Hogan. Um... But that pissed me off more than anything that I disliked this pay-per-view so much that I didn't see Hogan's comeback. Because everybody knows, Hogan is my, that is why I'm a wrestling fan, and he will always be my number one. He's, he's done bad stuff, and he, you know, and he'll probably do bad stuff in the future. He's my number one. Hogan's my number one. He's not any worse than Ric Flair who, by the way, has said very bad things about minorities, and it's right. on the internet, so why nobody's talking about that, I don't know, but that's okay. But yeah, this this pay-per-view, I disliked so much Pasty that I did not see Hogan's return to the WWE for this. Makes me sad. I, it hurts inside. Brother. And it comes crashing down and it hurts inside. I was really surprised he came out with that theme song in Saudi Arabia. Why not, man? I know there's a lot of speculation saying that he might have to come down with uh, the NWO theme or whatever. It's but the no, bright, came down white, blue with real of the U.S. of A. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, and then... The only other thing I could think of where they sucked the dick was they showed the crown prince's face and said, hey, this is the crown prince. What did they do with Hogan, though? I'm I'm kind of curious. Hogan came out and started off the show and that was it. He just introduced the show. Yeah, he just 
came out, pandered to the crowd, did his pose. So did they have the um the whole floor reserved for the uh, royal family again? Was it obvious? Yes. Did they? And this time they had brown, comfy-ass lounging chairs. Mm. Yeah. It is... God, it, it literally reminds me of a fucking spoiled kid that gets the clown to come to his birthday party and fucking right, perform just right. for him. You know, like he doesn't have any friends, but he doesn't care because the clown is still performing for him and he's right there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, this WWE is, uh, goes all over the world and no other country get this kind of treatment. They don't get custom comfy chairs for their no. for their leaders, families. They don't they don't get fucking they get house shows. They don't get themed pay-per-views fucking, made specifically for this country. You know, we aren't there yet, but Evolution didn't even get fucking half the production no. that 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 a raw would get this was a the first the first ever all women's pay per view didn't even get fucking lights didn't even get right. lights yeah no the crowd was all blacked there were seven out seven people that holding flashlights you saw pictures people would post pictures online of the crowd and it was a fairly decently oh, packed and, and by arena. the way well let's call that out though by the way people posted pictures of the crowd about fifty percent of the seats were fucking empty. They called it a sellout crowd, but they people showed pictures, and it wasn't even just like, you know, sometimes people clip pictures before the show starts. Mm. Almost, I, I seen pictures with multiple different uh, um, superstars in the ring, and there were just empty seats everywhere, and it's like, well, maybe not a sellout. They should have put not. more into Evolution than they did. They should have. 100%. And I, you know, I I stand by the fact I honestly think it's not because they didn't care. Well, kind of. I think it's kind of because they didn't care. I think it's because they sent, like, the the LED ring apron, the LED Mm -hmm. turnbuckles, the the lighting, and a lot of the... I think they already sent that ahead to Saudi Arabia because, let's be honest, A, it takes a while to ship stuff overseas, and B, you don't know what kind of issues might happen in between here and there. And so you want to send them ahead of time. So if there are customs issues or anything else, you can figure it out before the event happens. So I think they were literally more worried about Crown Jewel than there were Evolution. That's Oh yeah, 100%. That's my thoughts. I, I don't know that. I don't, I don't even know why, because like... The writing for Evolution and the writing for Crown Jewel are on two completely different levels. Fuck yeah. But the production value speaks opposite of what the writing spoke. It it's it's a confusing deal and it all boils down to money. Well, and you know what? In all honesty, I really from the from the very first moment it started, I enjoyed the look of Evolution because I do enjoy this smaller indie kind of show. I enjoy that feeling of um, intimacy. That That's the word I'm thinking of, intimacy. I think it's a very mm. intimate feel. And I like that. And the fact that it looked like that, at very first, I was like, yes, I really like this. But as it went on, I was like, oh, I like this. But that's not why they did it. They did it because they don't give a fuck. Mm-hmm. And they want crown jewel to be extravagant now pasty i did not watch crown jewel 
Am I to assume that they had the LEDs? Am I to assume they had the lighting? Am I to assume that they had all the big production and the pyro and everything? Oh, yeah. Yeah, the whole the whole fucking the setup all the way around the ring with the pillars and the canopy and huge fucking display up at the top of the stage. It, it felt like a SummerSlam or a WrestleMania. Okay, so that's exactly what it was. It was, we don't give a shit about evolution. We want to take care of Crown Jewel. Well, yeah, evolution isn't going to bring the money that the Saudis are going to throw at Vince. No. No. I do hope that they do Evolution again next year and that this I, is a yearly pay-per-view. They should bitch, do that. I want this. Yeah. Yeah. 100%. I want this to be an annual pay-per-view like you said. One a year. We don't need more than one a year. Settle down, fucking WWE. Right. More than one year. Next year's. thing you know, every pay-per-view <laughs> will be paired up with a women's oh, pay-per-view. Oh, fuck. I know. We'll have a Raw. We'll have a SmackDown. We'll have a women's. We'll have an NXT. We'll have a... Fuck you. <laughs> But no, I agree. I'm down with once a year having an all-women's. You can have it evolution this, evolution that, evolution whatever. I hope they wouldn't do it the same as NXT by just saying the town that they're in. I mean, hey, NXT Brooklyn's switching shit up now. I mean, treat it like a real pay-per-view. Just call it evolution every year. Don't change that. Yeah, or uh, yeah. Or you can call it evolution this or that or that, but I'm fine with it just being evolution. This year's evolution is this. Um, NXT now is no longer calling NXT Brooklyn NXT Brooklyn. After, I think, four different NXT Brooklyns, now they're calling it NXT New York. Really? Woohoo! Woohoo! Well, fuck you. I, even I... I'm NXT huge, Brooklyn 27. I'm a huge NXT fan, but I started getting mixed up. Like, what happened in which NXT Brooklyn? <laughs> like, which right. one was Sasha and Bailey in? I think it was one. Maybe it was two. I don't think it was three. It's like, oh, I'm pretty shit. sure it was two. It might have been two. I don't. I honestly can't remember. It could have been. It's it's either one or two. Because there's been a lot of NXT Brooklyn's. There's been a lot of NXT fucking this, that, and the other. So. I'm excited yeah, for no, uh, NXT uh, War see, Games. I thought NXT up. was going to get away with that when they did the NXT War Games. I know. Like, name it after the theme and not the place it's at. Not anymore. NXT War Games <laughs> does sound exciting, though. But that is. I think NXT New York is NXT War Games, I think. Yeah. Yeah, no, I watched Crown Jewel today. People will be hearing the podcast tomorrow, and they'll be like, but Crown Jewel was yesterday. Well, we're not live anymore. <laughs> you don't know <laughs> what I didn't Wasn't watch this it, week that I heard today? about and I'm kicking myself okay. is I didn't watch NXT this week. And from what I heard, they did Halloween right all the way around. Did you see it or hear anything about it? I didn't. In fact, I'm behind on uh, Impact, Fusion, NXT. I, I'm behind on all of them. Well, I mean, obviously. Busy, this is a fucking busy time of year for me, Loke. But, yeah. hey, I don't mean to I don't mean to cut you off. You can get back into no. NXT. But uh, Halloween happened recently. It the, did. The fucking highlight of my night, I almost killed two little girls, man. Fucking, oh Ooh. my God, that was the funnest shit in my life. So I, I so I dressed up as this demonic bunny and I, I I don't open the door, right? That's not how I fucking when I'm handing out candy, it's not oh here I open the door. No, they knock at the door. I have a screen door and I have a regular door. I keep my regular door open 
So there's just the screen door. I come in from the side and I'm wearing this demonic money, mo not money, fuck. <laughs> bunny. I'm wearing. Took, took inspiration from Vince McMahon I on know. that one. I'm wearing this demonic bunny mask and I come in sideways and low and I kind of slither my way up. I know bunnies don't slither. It's fucking, I'm doing my thing, okay? Right. You're a demonic bunny. It's and, different. And it freaks them out. And it freaks them out all the time. I have one kids that are like, oh, I don't like this. And I have kids jump, whatever. So then I open the door. I don't say anything. And I grab, I have a cauld, like a fake cauldron that's full of candy. And I hand it, and I just hold it out. I don't say anything. I don't give them the candy. They have to get their own candy. And when they go to reach, I jump, and I say, Candy! Just like that. And there were two little <laughs> girls. And I fucking did that, and they fucking took off. And they ran right across the street where their mom's van was. And there was a car coming down the street. It oh, fucking no. slammed on its brakes. I heard it squeal and heard the horn fucking blare honking. Well, who the fuck is driving that fast on Halloween anyway? Oh, crazy motherfuckers. God. But yeah, I almost killed two little girls and that made me so happy. If they'd have died, I wouldn't be happy. Don't, don't, don't give me shit, folks. That's not what I'm talking. I don't want the kids to die. But I love but the almost fact dying is that acceptable. They, well, it is. Because you know what? I hope like hell that when they're my age at 25 and they're talking to their kids, they're like, fuck, when I used to go out trick-or-treating, it wasn't like when you kids went out trick-or-treating. There's this one house, this crazy-ass bunny motherfucker almost killed us. I mean, we almost got hit by a van. We were so scared. Like, I hope that they pass that on. To, I, I want to be part of that legacy. Right. Um, so what were you talking about him? Well, I don't know. Now you got me on Halloween. Halloween was pretty good over here. Took the kids out trick-or-treating. This year we hit up the rich neighborhood because we finally found it this That's year. That's what you do. That's what you do. Yeah. One neighborhood and then we went to the north end of town to a trailer park that was supposedly good, but I figured and I was right. By the time we got there, they were already all done. Bastards. But the one neighborhood we pulled in, Fuck. 25-ish pounds of candy. Good stuff. Enough candy to kill two small girls. God, you're damn right. With diabetes <laughs> and nothing, if nothing else. If it ain't the That's van, scary. it's the diabetes. Right. <laughs> That's what you should have been yelling instead of candy was, Diabetes! <laughs> I should have. I should have dressed up as that fucking old dude with the mustache, right? And just been like, Diabetes! <laughs> None of the kids would have gotten it. And they're running the away, throw it, it at them. <laughs> the parents would have loved this shit. You know, it would be even better than that if I if I had syringes. There you go. <laughs> Diabetes! <laughs> Throwing syringes. Squirting insulin at them. You don't know about the insulin shit. <laughs> Slapping their veins and shit. <laughs> You got a good vein right there, girly. Come here. <laughs> Let Grandpa Fat Mac hook you up with some insulin. You may want to look the other way. <laughs> oh, fucking good There's a good shit. idea for next year anyway. Oh, yeah. But no, 
Back to the topic of NXT. I guess this win. I mean, NXT airs on Wednesdays, and Halloween happened to fall on Wednesday this year, so that was WWE's Halloween show. Not that they didn't do shit on SmackDown, because we all know they did. New Day came out as the brood and spit red viscous fluid. Cool. (laughs) Did they? Yes, they did. That's hilarious. And, uh, but NXT. Oh, fuck. Ah, Let's fuck. see. EC3 was dressed up as Batman, and Drake Maverick was his get Robin. It? Do you get it? Do, do I? Do I? Do I get what? You don't. You don't get it. EC3. I don't know. That doesn't really have anything to do with Batman to me. You don't get it. Nah, but you explain Son to me and the listeners. Is that what he? Is that what he dressed up as? Yeah, he was Batman, and Drake Maverick was his Robin. Okay. So I can't be fucking making this connection up. When he was originally in NXT, his name was Derek Bateman. Oh. You cannot tell me they didn't do that on purpose. There Bateman, you go. Batman. <laughs> oh, come on. That's awesome. He was really Batman. That's They had yeah. to have done that on purpose. Or he did it on purpose. Somebody knew what oh, they were I wouldn't doing. wouldn't doubt it. Bateman, Batman. Come on. There's <laughs> literally just an E difference. Cassius Ono came out, and if you remember back to Galactic Get Down, those inflatable Tyrannosaurus costumes, he was wearing one like that. And they actually, these they went to the ring and wrestled in these costumes, which makes it that much better. It wasn't just used for backstage segments. Awesome. Yeah. There's, there's more. I don't remember. But <laughs> that gives you, me, and all the listeners another reason to go back and watch this week's NXT. I heard it was a good old time, and I will be checking it out. And I wish I would have watched that today instead of the five-hour show I watched today. I will give you my rating right here off the bat before we even talk about the pay-per-view or any of the other shit we're talking about tonight. I'll say out of ten stars, it gets like a two at best. Okay. At best. I'm giving there it were some zero. things I liked about it, but most of that involved revolved around the tournament. And I feel like they should have taken the tournament a little bit more seriously. But we'll get into that later. We will. Uh, are we, are we, do you want to go in chronological order of the things we haven't covered since we organized the show a little bit awkwardly this week? Mostly my fault, but... Uh... Do we want to do we want to talk about evolution? It's it seems like it's been a long ways away, but it was literally just last fucking Sunday. Yeah. Yep. Not even a week ago. All right. Oh uh, yeah. yeah let's, let's let's talk about WWE Evolution. Because hey, son of a bitch, this is one of the best thing that's happened in WWE the whole yes. year. Yes. The whole fucking year. Yes. This pay per view was not at all difficult to watch. For a pay-per-view, and that says a lot. For a pay-per-view that they didn't fucking sell or even ask you to fucking watch barely, holy shit, did they go above and beyond. Now, I'm what gonna, gets my panties in a britches? Yeah. In bunches. Panties are britches. But well, yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I wear two pairs. One's my britches, one's my panties. What gets my pie into a baked fruit (laughs) filling with crust on top is. (laughs) All these people are sitting here talking shit about NXT, or uh, not NXT, Evolution. And 
talking about all, all the botches, all the botches. Blah, oh, blah, blah, botch, 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 botch. We are going to get into that because I'm with them. There was some good botches, but I appreciate that in my wrestling. You appreciate botches in your wrestling? Bo- yeah, botches are fun sometimes. Well, when you're watching Botchamania, but outside of that... Well, um, WWE t- tried to take it and make it their own thing in Evolution, I guess. Uh, <laughs> son of a bitch if they didn't, right? But goddamn, this pay-per-view was fun. It was well-paced. It had surprises. I mean, fucking Alundra Blaze in the Battle Royal. What? Didn't she throw the women's championship in a garbage can on WCW? She most definitely did. <laughs> she, uh, uh, you know what? I mean, not that's enough, probably why she was the first people, veteran lady out. Or she wasn't. But no, she, was she wasn't. But not enough people actually say this, but this is 100% truth. Alundra Blaze is the reason for the Montreal Screwjob. 100%. Yeah. Mm-hmm, because they didn't want Hart to go do the same thing. That is the only reason that the Montreal Screwjob happened. So, uh, yeah, give her a little bit of credit. What bothered me? Well, uh, wait, 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 I'll get into that. I'll get into that. Should we talk about it? Yeah, let's uh, let's start at the let's start at the bottom, work our way to the top. You know, do things a little bit in order the way people do things. You know, we, can, we, can, we can do this. We can do this. <laughs> we got a lot to talk about. We should get trucking. Um, so apparently there was a pre-show and I just didn't see it. I guess. Um, a hundred percent. You know, I'm putting all the cards out on the table. As much as I loved Evolution, um, I watched it about. You know what? I might have watched it an hour after it started, or an hour and a half close to when it was over. Um, I skipped all the propaganda bullshit because I honestly feel, and from what I've read, I'm right, that there was so much propaganda of fucking, oh, greatest woman first, women's oh, yeah. this, yeah, all, the, all the women backstage Ooh, doing their forced segments. Yeah, so mm-hmm. I skipped everything in between every match, <laughs> and I and I enjoyed this pay-per-view so much. Well, that's just Vince learning a thing or two from Saudi Arabia. That's all. Oh yeah, and and I've heard a lot of <laughs> negatives about all the bullshit. So I seem like WWE I'm glad is even I did. letting its women drive now. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Fucking Dean Ambrose didn't have to drive Renee Young. <laughs> Son of a bitch! Wow, how progressive! How progressive! <laughs> WWE now letting their women have clitorises. Uh, Am I to assume that the listeners don't realize that in Saudi Arabia women have their clitorises cut off at birth? No, I'm sure we, a lot of people don't know that. First of all, I know that, that happens more than just Saudi I mean, Arabia. Yeah, and first of all, we say that's barbaric, but <laughs> but in the United States, uh, men get circumcised, so I don't know that. One's worse or better than the other. I do well, know that. I mean, they let's... do it for very different reasons. I was they don't say, cut let's... off the clit for hygiene. <laughs> they cut off the clit to prevent the woman from being promiscuous. Yeah, let's be honest. When you get circumcised, and you cut off the get... foreskin so the man can be more promiscuous. Exactly. You get more <laughs> arousal when you cut off the foreskin. You get less arousal when you cut <laughs> off the clitoris. So mm. let's just. 
let's say that. But nonetheless, from an outsider looking in, it's the same thing, Pasty. From an outsider yeah. looking in. It's, Infantile it's genital mutation. That's all. Or, yeah, that, yes, that is. That's that, all it is. That is literally what it is. You are 100% mm-hmm. right. It is infantile genital mutilation. Yeah, 100%. So, you know, right or wrong, that's what it is. Um, Yes, we did have a pre-show. This bothered me more than anything. This is probably my biggest negative of this show outside of the botches is that they never once mentioned the NXT women's title on this show. This no. is the first ever all-women's pay-per-view, and there was a tournament to crown the first ever NXT women's UK title champion, and it was Rhea Ripley. She won it. She is the NXT UK women's champion, and they never mentioned anything about it. But... On the pre-show, Rhea Ripley defended her NXT UK Women's Champion against Dakota Kai in a match that I I didn't watch. I'm going to be honest. I didn't see it. I don't know about it. But Like I said, I didn't um, know there was a pre-show. I complained about it earlier today, and then I realized there was a pre-show. Now I feel like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I was kind of disappointed, though, that they didn't. Why wouldn't you mention that? Now... Yeah. Some people will say, since they just recently started NXT UK, that they want to air the um that they want to air it, the whole tournament, on their show, and then have them win the the title. Oh please! Which Vince I is guess keeping I it get, quiet because he's but... expecting NXT UK to tank like Two Hundred Five Live did, and it will. I'm sorry. I'm I'm not gonna I'm not gonna start watching NXT UK. I'm gonna be the first. I'm going to be the first person to say that right now. I'm not going to start watching NXT I, UK. There's enough wrestling to watch. I don't have to watch it. There's some of I the might, best wrestlers. You know, we stopped the summer of other, and I still haven't been watching SmackDown and Raw, and I still no. get the itch to watch wrestling, and I like WWE programming as bad as it is. I will probably watch NXT and NXT UK going forward, and that'll probably be where my main focus is beyond Go the ahead. pay-per-views. Go ahead I mean, and watch it. I'm going to watch it outside the box them. still, but... I'm going to watch MLW yeah. Fusion. And, I uh, still haven't still haven't given that a shot yet. Oh, and by the way, folks, you want to watch MLW Fusion? Every episode, weekly, is put up on YouTube for free. Just search MLW. Subscribe to their channel. Watch their shows weekly. I can't. I can't suggest it enough. It's free. It's on YouTube. Their weekly shows, unedited. You just don't get the commercials, other than you know the, the random YouTube commercial or whatever. So check it out. Anyway, so they started off with a tag match, and this was the um, besties best for business versus Mickey James and the woman that they. Had to pick up because Alexa couldn't wrestle. Uh, first of all, Bestie's best for business. We didn't talk about this last week, Pasty, but I felt we missed out on that. That's the shittiest name I've ever heard of. And I've heard of some shitty names. Yeah. It's a definitely a name Stephanie McMahon came up with. Bestie's best for business. This match... It was sad. I can't. I have nothing. I have. I'm, 
I have nothing positive to say about this match, Pasty. Um, oh, no, I do. I do. Let me say this. It was fun seeing Trish Stratus, Lita, and Mickey James all in the same ring. And even Alicia yeah. Fox. Alicia Fox is a, is a, a veteran of sorts. I no. like the fact that they had Alicia Fox there just for the fact that uh, Trish and Lita did go over. I, I'll tell you this. Well, yeah, as soon as I seen it that Alicia was... It wouldn't be as credible if, if Bliss lost to as them. You know as soon I mean? as I seen Alicia Fox was taking the place of uh-huh. Alexa Bliss, you, I was like, knew. I lost. <laughs> yep, yep. I knew too. Oh, I knew fuck. too. I'm like, yep, I'm right. <laughs> and they should have. That was the right call. Trish and Lita should have went over at that point. Um, this match was... Trish and Lita are still supposedly on bad. the card for uh, Survivor Series as well. So they might be around for a little while, which I, I'm not against. I believe it. This match was bad. and I'm not going to sugarcoat it. Trish and Lita were both blowing up like within 10 minutes, yeah. 5 minutes. Oh, yeah. They were slow. They were barely making their moves. It was... And it's not their fault. Uh, both Trish and Lita really haven't been in the ring for a long time. That's not their fault at all. Um, they're, they're doing better than you or I would do, Pasty. Mm. I don't wanna. I don't wanna f- fucking cross. I don't. I don't want anybody to mistake that they're they're athletes. They're great athletes. Man, they they were just they weren't Trish and Lita of old. No, not by any means. And then we had a huge fuck up in this match. Trish had hit Stratisfaction, pinned Mickey James. Alicia Fox was supposed to come in to break up the pin. <laughs> Two fuck ups right here. Alicia Fox didn't make it in time, and no. Mickey James didn't kick out. So no. the ref literally. She just had yelled, to... Foxy! She did. She yelled at her, <laughs> but didn't kick out. And so the ref. <laughs> I had to look like an idiot by stopping the count for no reason. And he literally just stopped the count. And there was a ruckus of booze around the area. Yeah. Um, um, let's, you know what? That, that brings up a point. I, man, I had some notes for this and I don't know where I put them. It was, this was at the Nassau Coliseum. Am I right? Pasty or am I making that Yes, up? you are correct. Okay. Folks, Nassau Coliseum is a rough area to be in. The Nassau Coliseum is not very vocal when they like you, and if they don't like you, they're super vocal. This is the arena where at one point they had a Raw here one time, and they were so bad that during a commercial, they had Paul Heyman step up and say, you are the worst crowd I have ever heard and you guys are not helping the product at all. You should be ashamed of yourselves. And that only made things worse. It I'm didn't sure. help. Yes, it didn't <laughs> help at all. But he was pissed. He was pissed because they were. So this crowd is known for letting you know when things are bad, but they're also known for letting you know when things are good. Which, as we go on in this pay per view will actually be a positive. This is one of the rare WWE pay-per-views that don't start out great, but fucking move on. Because this... I want to say this wasn't a bad match. This was a bad match. But 
It, it was also it the opener. Yeah, and it was fun. It was fun. Yeah, yeah. For for the botches, it was still fun. And that is that's gonna be my my defense for evolution for <laughs> most of these matches. And hey, uh, Mickey James, Alicia Fox, Alexa Bliss. Did you catch their outfits, Pasty? I did, but I forgot. Alexa Bliss was Alice from Alice in Wonderland. Mickey James mm-hmm. was the oh, Red yeah. Queen, and yep. Alicia Mad Fox Hatter. was the Mad Hatter. It was yeah, perfect awesome. roles for all of them. Um, this pay per view, <coughs> not only were the wrestlers like totally in um Halloween mode, the crowd, the crowd was in Halloween mode. There were there were three guys in the front row who were dressed up as Andre the Giant and were fat, ugly dudes. And I was like, God, I love this because they're just letting their boobies hang out and they're not ashamed of it. And there were macho mans and there was like everybody, like there were so many people dressed up. There was somebody who was probably about seven, six, nine rows back that had something pink around their head. The whole pay-per-view, I'd never seen what it was, but I was like, hey, I want to see what that guy has. Right. Turn on the fucking lights. Yeah, because they didn't have the fucking lights on. <laughs> um, so next up, we had the 20 Women Battle Royal. And much as how I realized at the beginning of the tag match that I lost, obviously, in the beginning of this match, I realized I lost also. Because right. they, had, they had everybody come out to the ring, which, by the way, everybody got an entrance, and that was cool. Yeah, well, they fucking deserved it. They did deserve it, but they don't. But you don't get that often, right? Right, and it's, it wasn't a full entrance by any means. By the time they were halfway down no, the ramp, the next person was coming out. But, but it was more than they usually get in pay per views. Yeah, more than they got for like the uh, first ever women's Royal Rumble. More than they got for the Andre the Giant Memorial Battle Royal. More than any of those. But then Peyton Royce and Billy Kay came out, <laughs> and you know and what? They, they they did a bad thing. Well, to be honest, this they were my favorite part of this. They came out and they let them talk and they they talked about how these these veterans were worthless and were no good anymore and might as well move over and everything. And uh then they got in the ring and all the veterans threw them over and so they were the first two eliminated. Mm-hmm. Which for me who picked Peyton Royce was like shitty. <laughs> right, and, and as time, soon as they started talking, you had to know, like, that's well, yeah. it for them. But at the same time... Bye-bye Iconics. It's like, for this match, by the end of this match, you're only remembering four people. You're remembering the first two that were eliminated and remembering the last two that were eliminated. Everybody's remembering Peyton Royce and Billy Cade talking shit and getting thrown out right away. That's what they're well, talking about. Well, I mean, about. come on. They just had a huge win in Australia. They can afford the loss here. And good money says that they're going to be the first women's tag team champions on Raw. I agree. I think them being the first ones eliminated was positive for them. Mm -hmm. It was better than being eliminated midway through. It's positive for them as uh, Titus O'Neil slipping and tripping under the ring was for him. <laughs> Complete career changer. <laughs> yeah, it, hopefully it's better than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, um, I want to talk a little bit about what happened. Um, 
I do have the 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 order of elimination. So we're going to talk about everybody who is in there because I think every woman deserves to be mentioned, right? Pace. A lot yeah. of times we're just like, oh, it was a battle royal, and this is who won, and this is who they eliminated. I I feel we we should talk about everybody who was in there. Yeah, I I agree. So obviously Peyton Royce, Billy Kay eliminated right away. Molly Holly was the next to be eliminated, which surprised me because of all the veterans. She's probably the most capable. Yeah, you'd think she'd be the one who could go the most out of um, all of them. It was sad because we'll get to it later, but Michelle McCool, who's never been a good wrestler, even in her prime, was given a lot of fucking time just because she's sucking Undertaker's dick. And that really did bother me. Mm-hmm. But that's me. Um, Kelly Kelly was next. Tori Wilson, your girl. Sorry, Pacey, she got eliminated. Yeah, um, she did. Your pick, Sonya Deville, was eliminated a lot sooner by than her I expected. By her own fucking partner. Yes, by Mandy I'm Rose. I'm so which, mad at Mandy Rose. Which even didn't make sense storyline-wise. No. So these two girls, these two girls eliminated, outside of uh, Peyton Royce and Billy Kay, they eliminated. Molly Holly, Kelly Kelly, Tori Wilson. I was so excited that these two were running rough shit over everybody. Yeah, I was like, working wow, together, they're getting the push. House. You're not even halfway fucking through and you're going to stab your partner in the back just so you can smile and smirk. Yeah, there was really no... Why would you do that? What do you have to gain from getting rid of your partner this early in the match? That that was stupid. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call that out. Mm-hmm. That's not good storytelling. Yeah, Nobody Mandy Rose shouldn't be thinking she can stand on her own without Sonya. No. She can't. Uh, no, she can't. So she got out. Out, out next Without was... Sonya, she's basically Eva Marie, if I... Uh, am I right? <laughs> Ouch. Ouch. A little too harsh? <laughs> I don't know. She's never not, done anything I, to hey, impress I'm not me. Saying, I'm not saying you're... Ro- well, you know what I am going to say? She stood out in this match. Yeah. Mandy Rose, like, really, her and Sonya both really stood out in this match. Like, they they helped make them two in this match. That was good. I do have a beef. And I'm going to jump here a little bit. Because we're probably going to talk about this, you know, a lot as we go through this. But at the end of the night, when they had all the women stand buddy buddy, Sonya Deville and Mandy Rose were right next to each other. Right. Like, what? What? I mean, I was pissed about the whole thing because all these women just went to war with each other. They seem to... They have a thing with the women. Yeah. Where they feel like kayfabe doesn't exist. They've done that. Where where they had the heels and the faces um, together for the first Women's Royal Rumble, I think it was. And then all of a yep. sudden they're all hugging and, and kissing each other and, <laughs> and rubbing pussies. And I was like, wait a second, you didn't rub your pussy last week. Why are you rubbing her pussy now? And, yeah. No, I agree. I think... Kayfabe. Kayfabe. If you want to do a... If you want to do a thing for the WWE Network where you get all the women together and talk about what a, a major accomplishment this is, that's cool. Push it. Because the women should be able to, to, to talk about how great it is that they're getting these things. And for as much as we know and we've seen that WWE didn't care about these women having their own pay-per-view, the um, the, the spots in between where they talked about how much it meant to them, 
you could see it meant a lot to them. They actually yeah. care about this. Like, it's a big deal to them. Mm-hmm. So let it be a big deal to them. Let them fucking, that's fine, but do it on the WWE Network. During the pay-per-view, keep kayfabe, you dumb motherfuckers. <laughs> yeah, for, for real. Fuck. Yeah, no, I, I'm 100% with you, Pasty. Uh, moving on, Kayfabe. Let's talk about Kayfabe. Alundra Blaze got eliminated next. Alundra Blaze spent the entire match in the middle of the ring, hard camera, so everybody could see her. And you know what? I love Alundra Blaze. I know that Tony Schiavone wants to fuck Medusa. I know he loves her, and he, and he rode bitch. On a motorcycle with her. And it made his day. And that's awesome. But. And the fact that they called her a Lundra Blaze instead of Medusa. I'm like, come on. Everybody knows her as Medusa, not a Lundra Blaze. But whatever. That's fine. That was her WWE name. Right. She just looked bad. She was the. I I, I, I know. Was, when I, As soon as they announced her, I was like, holy shit. She's actually here. And then I, I did. I paid more attention to her. Than probably anybody else in the ring. When she was and dead center. Yeah, dead, dead center, center. Looking for somebody to do something with. And but I not hate to moving say this. Position. Do you remember many moons ago on WrestleMania, they had a gimmick battle royal. I want to say it was WrestleMania 25. I might be making that up. But they had the gimmick battle royal where they had a battle royal where all the people with these outlandish gimmicks came in and they had the gobbledygooker and they had the Red Rooster, and they had um, the Repo Man, and Papa Shango, and they they just had everybody who had a gimmick came out. And the Iron Sheik came out, and the Iron Sheik could barely walk. And then he was in the ring, and he just kind of shuffled around and, you know, kind of waved his arms around. And then somebody went and picked him up, and they set him down gently over the ropes. And... That's not the Iron Sheik's fault. The Iron Sheik is one of the best professional wrestlers that ever wrestled. Right. But at that point in his life, he just physically couldn't handle it. Alundra Blaze was the Iron Sheik of this battle royal. And I hate 100%. to say that because she wasn't that bad. She, she wasn't. But that's going to open up another thing. She that definitely I'm showed say. her age. She did. She did. Which, again... Fucking at her age, she looks better at her age than I look at my age of twenty five, basically. Right. So again, I you know I'd lick her clit and and, and shove my paw up her pussy like the big bad wolf did to Red Riding Hood's grandma. <laughs> so, um, uh, something else I do want to say before we get going is this battle royal. You really liked it, didn't you, Pasty? I did. It was it was entertaining. It was one of the better better royals I think I've seen in recent times. A lot of people, and that have, says a lot. A lot of people have said that, and I, God, I disagree. And I don't mean to be the <laughs> the, the the negative Nelly here, but not only was there a lot of just bad action in the ring or slow action, everybody who was eliminated was literally lifted up and set gently outside of the ring until the very end, and that bothered me. I get that they haven't wrestled for a long time, but other than the Lundra Blaze, they're not that old. Tori Wilson isn't that old. Kelly Kelly isn't that old. Michelle McCool isn't that old. Maria Kalalis isn't that old. These people aren't that the old. The way I look at it, 
is it's it's you know the the women's revolution is still relatively young in the fact of WWE taking women seriously and giving women the shows that they should have and putting women yeah. in the matches that the men can do these battle royals with women haven't been around forever but why shouldn't women stand up and say you know what i'm going to chuck you out of the ring they because will we can do in it. time i believe but it's just like the the first fucking TLC match or whatever the fuck it was between Becky and Charlotte a year or two ago. They didn't know what they were doing because they didn't have anybody before them who had experience to hand it down. Whereas other men, they, you know, you have young yeah, guys in WWE, is... you have the veterans in WWE passing down the knowledge. The women's locker room doesn't really have that in the sense of these kind of match types. But Pacey, that's they're feeling bull... it out. Okay. They'll get it. That is a bullshit claim, though. When you know that that's only WWE, I know women. Women are women have been having fucking hardcore fucking yeah. death matches yeah. since the nineties. So you can't use that as an excuse. That's bullshit. That is. Bullshit. But those women aren't in WWE to help coach. A good chunk the of these women. Forward. A good chunk of these women came from the indies. Yeah, yeah, they did. Sony Deville is a fucking MMA star. I mean, I just to me it was like to me it accentuated the fact that it's different. And I didn't like that. For for the first all women's uh pay-per-view, I wanted them to put on yeah, remember the the first women's Royal Rumble? It was yeah. sad and pathetic also, right? Mm-hmm. Like, I guess I just... I, I just, think this was better than that, though. Uh, probably? Uh, no. I, you know what? I don't know. I'd have to go back and watch. So I, I can't even say one way or the other. I just wish that they do more because because I do. I do. I watch other shit. I watch MLW. I watch Lucha Underground. I watch Shimmer. I watch New Japan. And I watch all these women have these fucking matches that are so good that it's like... Try 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 and it to me it looked like the exact same type of um battle royal i would have seen in 1997 honestly yeah so to me that's not progress uh i hope we see progress but i didn't think it was progress i just yeah uh, for me, like I said, it wasn't a great Royal Rumble, but it was a fun Royal Rumble. And again, the, yes, seeing, it was mostly, fun. Mostly things like the surprises they actually had. And it wasn't the same exact people that they had at the, the women's Royal Rumble match. You know, they had Alundra Blaze. They had, fuck, who else was there that wasn't there before? Probably uh, nobody else. Oh, uh, Maria Canales. <laughs> Maria Canales. We hadn't seen her for a while. Okay. It was cool to see Maria Canales. Um... <laughs> Was Michelle Lana McCool? was pretty badass in the match for a minute. Lana, well, okay, so, let, so let's keep going. Um, uh, Alundra Blaze got eliminated. Maria Canales got eliminated. Her baby was front row with, um... Oh my 
gosh, Pacey, Mike? I forgot Mike's fucking his name is last Mike. name. I know, but I forgot his last name because that's their real it's last Canellis. name. <laughs> it's not Canellis. Vince says it's Canellis. Oh my gosh. <laughs> I've been, they've been in WWE so long, I'm brainwashed. <laughs> I don't even remember what Mike and, and Maria's real name is. Fuck. I okay. Well, anyways, you. her baby was with her husband, who has a real last name. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mandy Rose, uh, Lana was eliminated. Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke. Who Dana Brooke? That's another thing I didn't like about this win. match. I'm, I'm sorry, but every time they like spotlighted a woman. And then they flash the camera to the man who is their counterpart outside the ring to Yeah. That pissed me off a little you, bit. Like you don't, fuck you. A, a get those men out of here. This yeah. isn't about them. They shouldn't be at ringside. They shouldn't even be allowed in the arena. The women aren't allowed in the arena in Saudi Arabia. A woman can be a woman without a man. Yeah. Um Michelle McCool got a long run for no reason. Who I never liked Michelle McCool when she was a wrestler. No. And, you know, again, because she sucks Undertaker's dick, she got a lot of push here. Naomi was eliminated. Then we had one of my favorite spots of the night, and this is kind of what Oh, this is going to be my least favorite spot here. Oh, really? Yeah. Carmella's little dance break. Carmella and Naomi had a dance break together, and I just That's a gag me moment if I ever saw one. Oh, I'm sorry. I popped. I was. It was in something as shitty as this battle royal. It was fun. And then they flashed to our truth, and he's so proud. Which yeah. Which again, it was like I was like, why are they showing our truth? And they're like, he's in the mixed match challenge with Carmella. And I was like, that's fucking retarded. Like that doesn't have anything to do with anything, but I did. Well, no, I did no, the dance the... break is part of our truth's raw TV show with Carmella. I've never watched his fucking TV show. You didn't watch the SmackDown thousand episode or whatever. I literally skipped past. Um, oh God. Number one, I skipped past it because it's a fucking ripoff just of every other one that was <laughs> yeah. on there and not anywhere and near then, as good. Yeah, and then when I then when I heard what it was, it was yeah. Stephanie McMahon, Vince McMahon, and Shane McMahon, and I was like, "Oh, I'm so happy I skipped that." Yep, I don't need to see. Them and all Vince did was come out and he called for another dance break. They had like four dance yeah. breaks in the whole segment. So, which by the way, I didn't know Carmella's thing was that she does a dance break. That's her thing. Her and our truth. Yeah, I didn't know that until it literally until this pay per view. It's been going on for like three weeks, but, two weeks. I thought this was fun. She does the worst dance ever, but Carmella's yeah. always been like, she always is quote unquote the worst ever. Like she's, she's horrible. That's why we love her. Right. Cause or yeah. that's why we hate her, I guess. Right. Yeah. She did the floss. The floss is the dumbest fucking dance move ever. The floss. It's called the floss pasty. Stephanie McMahon and, and Vince McMahon were trying to do the floss. Did Vince do the floss? <laughs> I almost should watch that. Did he really do the floss? I don't know that he actually, like, he might have started the motion, got through the first couple of steps, oh and then gosh. switched back to his old man dance because he's like, this is fucking retarded. <laughs> okay. So, uh, so getting back, I guess. Um, but that, that, Carmella and Ivory both got eliminated. Then it came down to Oscar. Uh, and Ember Moon, and they had a showdown, and the fans were chanting. 
Like the fans are into this. Asuka and Ember oh, yeah. going face to face for the first time ever in WWE. <laughs> <laughs> hey, they acknowledged their matchups in NXT. Yeah, they did. Nothing, nothing happened. No. So Asuka got eliminated. Loud boos when Asuka loud boos when Asuka got eliminated. A lot of people were expecting her to win. Um, so then it came down to Tamina, Nia Jax, and Ember Moon. I called them. I called them the fucking chocolate trio. <laughs> Is that wrong? No, I don't think so. <laughs> um, and, and at this moment, it's when they they pan the camera to uh, Mama Samoa. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like they're milking it. I'm not the only one calling this shit. So then they, they pan... And she's there for them. both Nia Jax and Tamina Snuka. Well, which is stupid for a thousand reasons. But let's start with number one. They, they go to Ara... Uh, it isn't Anuai. Uh, what's her... Is, is it Anuai? I don't no. think it is. Uh, uh, Ata... Uh, anyways, they go yeah, to Ata. the Rock's That's, mom. It's it. Ata yeah. something. It's Ata something. Ata... Whatever. It's... The Rock's mom. Is it Otta Johnson? Fuck, there it you probably go. is, Yeah, right? it is. It really is. <laughs> okay. There we go. <laughs> Way simpler than we were trying to make it. <laughs> She's colored. She's got to have a funny name. Can't be Johnson. <laughs> oh, I never felt more like a fucking Trumper than I did just now. Fuck. Oh, Otta Johnson, anyways. But anyways, so that's The Rock's mom. That's The Rock's mom, okay? Mm. Not Nia Jack's mom. <laughs> Not Tamina's mom. <laughs> Just The Rock's mom. Okay. So she's the auntie of Nia Jax. Okay. Dig it. Nia Jax's auntie. First ever women's pay-per-view. Nia Jax. She's in the bottom two. Bottom three. Bottom floor. They pan to Otta Johnson. Did they say Nia Jax's auntie? No. Rock's mom. Son of a bitch. (laughs) Tamina Snuka. Jimmy Snuka. Is he related to The Rock? No. (laughs) They sure played it out like that. Is he an islander? Yep. Close enough. (laughs) Close enough. All the Samoans are related, so. So I will say. All the Islanders are Samoan. All Islanders, all Polynesians, all fucking Polynesians are named Anawai. (laughs) I remember when I first put in that disc and it said, and the Disney logo came across, and then it was Moana Anawai. And I was like, oh, shit, it's going to be a good movie. Moana Anuai. Um, No. (laughs) Then we had Nia Jax and Tamina, and they were in the ring um, together, and they did the uh, Roman Reigns. Ooh! Oh! Which, you know, cool. That's cool. He's got cancer, so, you know, if you scream his catchphrases, it kills his cancer. That's science. Mm Mm-hmm. Science shows that if you if you say somebody's catchphrase, it kills their cancer. 
Right. Just so like you got to clap to bring a fairy back to life. So they did clap it. Clap faster, Peter. Harder. Oh, Peter. Yeah, just like that. I got a chub. <laughs> hey, I can fanfic too. <laughs> <laughs> so they did the ooh and Roman Reigns got all Pull his hair, my hair back. Peter. And doesn't have to get chemo anymore. And then, uh, but before that, okay, let, let's rewind. Before that, they're standing face to face, right, Pasty? Yes. The stare and, down of doom. Yeah. And then Lana comes up. And she's like, hey, hey. And they ignore Lana. And we're like, what the fuck happened? And then Lana sulks away to the corner, quietly by herself. And they're staring at each other. And the crowd's oohing and on. And then they do the ooh, oh. And then Lana comes back and does the exact fucking same thing and says the exact fucking same thing. Hey, hey. And the exact same motion <laughs> and then the two of them throw her out and you're like holy fuck lana blew her fucking spot and she did it early yep. didn't she you're one fucking like, moment lana <laughs> she really <laughs> fucked that it's like you know what if you fuck it up the first time do it different the next time <laughs> so we don't notice that right like later on in the night with <gasps> becky and charlotte and the table yeah well, but yeah, that was at a least good she one. did it different. Yeah, she adjusted. Yeah. It's funny because I watched a recap of this show, and they showed both times Lana did it, and it looks almost fucking identical. <laughs> like, you'd think they just played the same clip over again. Like, Lana, fucking play it off. I mean, Rusev hit her a couple times. Uh, anyways, uh, Mandy Rose, Dana Brooke, Michelle McCool, Naomi, Carmella, Ivory, Oscar, Tamina, uh, all went out, and it was down to Nia Jax and Ember Moon. No, 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 it was down to it Tamina, was. Nia Jax, and Ember Moon. Yes, Tamina, there you go. The Nia last... Jax, Ember Moon. Last and three. out of nowhere, Selena Vega comes out and throws Tamina and Nia Jax and Ember Moon out, or she did something, I don't fucking uh, I think she threw Tamina out and she's like, yeah, I'm here. And I was outside the whole time and yeah, I'm so cool. Yeah, I know Nia and Ember were both on the outside. So I, something happened in between there. But yeah. And I was like, oh shit, Zelina could win this. And then as soon as she kept celebrating, I was like, no. Nope. Yeah, she's not going to win this. Um, Take your fucking moment seriously. So she got kicked out, and then... And she got then, thrown out. She was the only one who got violently ejected from the ring. She got thrown out? But not yeah. only did she get Nia thrown Jax out... picked her up over her She got thrown into fucking Tamina's face. Hey, Tamina and then got there was a thing busted. I noticed. What the fuck is up with this? Women get a pay-per-view. They don't get padding on their fucking ring barricades. It was in, it was in Saudi Arabia. <laughs> Saudi Arabia. The bar they weren't even the same barricades. These no, it was, it was the old school yeah. aluminum barricades with fucking casing put over them. No, everything was in Saudi Arabia. They already sent everything out, Loke. <laughs> no, they did. They sent everything fucking out already. It was fucking ridiculous. 
But I yeah, was proud she of got... the women though for having that, not the pussy pads that the men had to use. I agree. Um, Zelina got fucking thrown in, in Tamina's face though. Like Tamina had to have been busted open oh, yeah. from that. Yes. Yeah. Um, long story bad, short, bad work on on Nia Jax's part. Nia Jax ended up beating Ember Moon. For sure, Pasty, when all of our people were out and it got down to like the last five, six, mm-hmm. I thought yep. I thought for sure that Tamina was going to win it because she just came back from injury. Nope. Um, and then as it got down there, I was like, okay, Ember Moon will get it. She definitely deserves it. And then Nia Jax got it and I was like, well. Now we have to watch Nia Jax versus Ronda Rousey again. Well, if she even if gets they ever it, actually give her the title yeah. opportunity, I mean Naomi never got her title opportunity, so fuck it. Who knows? Yeah, no, I think it was right about the time that Sonya Deville was thrown out. I was like uh, scouting around. I'm like, oh, they wouldn't do that, would they? They just tried to main event this woman, and it didn't work out. And they learned their lesson. Nope. And then she wins, nope. and she does the. I'm so happy I'm gonna cry. I know, right? I hate that with Nia Jax. I hate that. She should not she should be, be a monster. A happy smiley cry girl. Oh, no, not that at should all. be Bailey. Yep, Nia should be a monster. God. Alright, Pasty, I gotta I'm not like most girls, but I'm, I'm like s- every other woman. I gotta step away before we get into the next match. I'll be right back, okay? All right. I suppose now would be a good time to take you guys down a path. What path, you say? The path of self-promotion. That's right, folks. If you like the podcast you're listening to right now, you can follow Beef Sticks Podcast anywhere social media can be found, and you can keep up with bonus material that doesn't make the show. You can see all the fine, fancy graphics that myself and the Fat Mac have whipped up for your visual ocular sockets because your ears just can't see them. Uh, We post news on a weekly basis all the time where we stay very social uh very active especially on our facebook account and that is facebook.com forward slash beef sticks podcast but wait there's more beef sticks is also on the twitskies that's right twitter at beef sticks csb that's csb for cloud style broadcasting our parent company and what do you know they're on facebook and twitter as well that's right facebook.com forward slash cloud style broadcasting or twitter at cloud style cst for cast like broadcasting Like broadcasting. Like broadcasting. Yeah, no. You left. I figured I'd do the do the do the good man thing and plug ourselves. You're the man. So I plugged You're ourselves. We're plugged fully. I like to plug myself sometimes. <laughs> sometimes you gotta do it. Sometimes a pinky's not enough. Sometimes it's not. Alright. Pacey, you ready to get into the May Young Classic 2018 Finals? Yes. You know what's funny? Clowns. Clowns are funny. How we had thrown all this stuff together and we're like, yeah, maybe this will be two hours. Well, we're at an hour and a half already. Oh, shit. 
Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> uh, God, maybe we just don't talk about Saudi Arabia. You didn't watch it. <laughs> I wish I didn't watch it. I don't know. Let's let's get through this, and then maybe I'll rapid fire through that. Maybe we we'll can, see. Yeah, we could rapid fire. Yeah. <clears throat> All right. All right. Um, so we've seen the finals between Tony Storm and Io Shirai. Great fucking match. God, this was this was a very uh a very Japanese match. Yeah. It started off slow, which I, I I know I you could tell some of the people in the audience didn't dig, but as it got going, it got super hard hitting to where they were they were throwing some stiff ass shots. You could hear. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, this was. I think this was. Second favorite match of the night? Yeah, yeah. Maybe third? I Probably this second. Was my third. This was my third favorite match of the night. But I disagree with probably 99.9% of people of match of the night, so I was surprised with how many people uh, disagreed with me. Uh, but this, this was very, very good. Very hard-hitting. They told a good story. Um, Io Shirai locked in um, the arm bar. Tony Storm ended up getting her. Um... Oh shit! She ended up. Uh, one thing I want to talk. She hit a, a badass snap German suplex on on the ring apron. Yes. Which um, got thankfully. Renee Young let me know. I didn't know this, Pasty, and maybe you did, maybe you didn't. This is an insider secret. The The ring apron is the hardest part of the ring. <laughs> I face palm so hard right there. I'm like, you had one chance to be the announcer who doesn't tell me this. I know, right? And you oh, fucked it all up. You know Vince is in her ear. You got to say it. You got to say it. It's, it's part of your initiation. Tell them. Tell them that it's the hardest part of the ring. It hurts when they say it now. It hurts me more when they say it now than the people taking it on the fucking ring apron. That's the hardest part of the ring, God See, damn what I want God. is when they when they do a move completely in the middle of the ring to, to tell us that that's the softest part of the ring. <laughs> right? Please do that. They hit a back suplex in the middle of the ring. Cole, did you know that's the softest part of the ring? Oh Sometimes my god! Sometimes I like to curl up there and take a nap. <laughs> I, just, I like to grab my corgi, a flannel blanket, lay down and have a nap. It's the softest part of the ring, by gum. One thing most people don't know is our ring is sponsored by Serta. <laughs> <laughs> After the match, I like to go in the back, turn on the shower, eat some steak, and shit alongside my brethren. It's the American way. You don't get that in Saudi Arabia. Uh, no, this is a really good match. I, I don't have a lot to... Oh! No, I don't have a lot to say about it, other than this was really <laughs> badass. Mm-hmm. Um... Io Shirai is probably my favorite out of the two, but Tony Storm 
definitely deserved this win. Yes. Both the women are already signed to WWE, so it made sense that these two were in the they finals. They should have did this match in Australia. <laughs> they should have. <laughs> Tony Storm is signed to NXT UK, and she's just, she's badass. Io Shirai is badass. This uh, is an all-around fantastic match. Yes, very much so. And I gotta say, I'm glad Io Shirai lost. Maybe she can walk away from WWE without being ruined by them. No, that's not happening. No, probably she's, not. She's gonna get. She's gonna get in a tag team with Kyrie Sane probably because they're besties and bests in real life, and they'll both go to shit from there. I'm sure. Not due to talent. I'm not saying that. Right. I'm saying due to WWE. Well, I mean, as long as they can stay on NXT, they'll be okay. Right. Next up, we had Sasha Banks, Bailey, and Natalia versus the Riot Squad. This match was the worst match I've no. seen in a long time, Pasty. Holy no. shit. I like this match. Well, to be fair, I like the Riot Squad. Um, Liv Morgan. Fucking, yeah. this was Liv Morgan's match. She yes, walked it was. away the star of this match. She walked to the fucking ring the star of the match with her fucking, she... with her costume. Their costumes, all three of their costumes kicked ass. And that's where I was kind of confused when you were talking about the costumes that Mickey James and Alicia Fox and Alexis Bliss came down with because they were very overshadowed by the Riot Squad. Well, let them know who their costumes were. Uh, Sarah Logan was Leatherface. Damn right. Liv Morgan was it. Yes. And Ruby Riot was someone. Ruby Riot was someone. Why am I Oh, she she was fucking she was she was saw. Jigsaw. Yes, she was the yeah, she was the jigsaw. I just James Bonded thing. that name. I, it Whatever wasn't a mistake it on my part. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, whatever the, the puppet is, I know that's not actually Jigsaw. The famous yeah. quote from the newest Saw movie, he's like, my name is Saw. Jigsaw. Oh, that's sad. No, it's not. It's not. Oh, okay. <laughs> it's not a thing. <laughs> <laughs> Once again, fan fiction. <laughs> um, the, the, Not only was this match bad, but I, out of all, <laughs> everybody in here... My two favorites are probably Ruby Riot and Sasha Banks. Ruby Riot was barely ever in the ring, and Sasha Banks fucked up everything that she had to do. I hate Every that they single fucking paired thing. Sasha and Bailey up again. I keep them as far away from. Put them on different shows. You have that option. Right. You can have one of them on SmackDown, one of them on Raw, because you tried with them. You tried the friends. You tried the. You kind of tried the enemies, then you tried the friends again because that tasted better. I hated that. Uh, Natalia looked really good in this match. Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan looked really good in this match. Yeah. And for me, that's pretty good. Um, I, I want to say, who the fuck had the Bailey went to do a drop kick? between the the ropes like like in the corner and i want to say it was either live more was it sarah logan ended up all doing three of like them a basement well but no there was a uh 
there was a drop kick that one of them did that pinned her into the fucking uh, turnbuckle. She was, she was going in between the ropes in the corner, and, and uh, Sarah Logan drop kicked her and hit her into the turnbuckle. Okay, that was badass. Yeah, like literally pinned her right into the turnbuckle. Really badass. Um, Sasha Banks, um, she was fucking up moves left and right. She didn't, even when they were doing just, um... That's the ring rust. I, I know, <laughs> from the from the three weeks she was fucking up. I, Pacey, I looked up how long she was out, because you and I, we haven't been watching uh, right. WWE, right? Mm-hmm. And I had heard that she had come, like, this was her first match back. I was like, oh, shit. And I looked up. Because I thought, oh, shit, has she been out for, like, six months? She's been out for three weeks. <laughs> I was like, oh, fuck. No, she was screwing up just regular Irish whips. She wasn't jumping when she was supposed to. She wasn't dropping when she was supposed to. There was a moment where she was supposed you to jump You want to see over. a good screwed up Irish whip, you have to watch the main event from the show today. <laughs> I, I might have to do that. She went to do a spot Fucking... where she jumped over the top rope. And she literally sat on the fucking apron and had the other three fucking pick her up from the apron and throw her into the barricade. Like, she really fucked up going over the top rope. She also, at the very end, which the end was cool. I I really liked the end. It was Bailey hitting a um, big elbow drop on, I want to say it was Liv Morgan. She hit a big elbow drop on Liv Morgan, and then Sasha Banks hit the frog splash onto her and got the pin. But Sasha Banks' frog splash really looked sloppy there, too, and looked yeah. kind of shitty. Like, I I love Sasha Banks. Out of all the women on the main roster right now, she's one of my favorites, and she looked awful in this match. I did not like this match. I didn't. Yeah, I wonder why she didn't. She wasn't in it the way she normally is when she's in a match because she normally doesn't let down like she did here. She can put on classics. Yeah, her and Bailey have one of the best matches ever in WWE. Not even just women, just ever. But no, I was I was in this match for the Riot Squad, and I guess that's why I enjoyed it. Their costumes were good. The roles they played were good. Ruby Riot being the leader doesn't have to be in the ring all the time. I mean, yeah, it would have been nice to see more of her, but she let Liv Morgan and Sarah Logan have the shine. And no. I, I don't know, I thought it was good. It was fun. <coughs> I loved you... when, uh, who the fuck, was it, was it Bailey who tried to dive out of the ro- ring and she dove wrong and went to go, like, she almost got her neck caught under the next that rope. That was Sasha. That, that was just, Sasha? Okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what we were already talking. No. That- yep. And yeah, then and then all triple, three of them caught her and triple, into, yeah, the, into the fucking bare-ass yep, barricade. The barricade, yeah. The yeah, bare-ass that barricade. That fucked that up. <laughs> and, I, and I agree with you. I agree with you on, on all of the things you said about the Riot Squad. I don't think Ruby has to be the focus. And I think that Liv walked away fucking miles ahead of everybody in this match. And I think yeah. that's good because if you look at all six women in this match, I probably looked at Liv the lowest going into this. And I walked away saying she looked the best 
walking out of this. That's good. Ruby's doing a good job with that. Um, a hundred percent. This disappointed me. Out and yeah, like you said, I'd like to know what happened with Sasha. I've never seen Sasha this off. Was it this match where Michael Cole called one of them a man too? Like, no, that was the last women standing. Okay. <laughs> Both men are down. <laughs> Good old Michael Cole. Which, by the way, the announce team was great. I, I, other than Michael Cole fucking that one thing up, which, by the way, is an easy thing to fuck up. Everybody gives him shit about it, and I will too. But no, the the announce team was great tonight. Yeah, fuck, awesome. Next, we had the NXT Women's Title match. Pasty, me personally, this was the match of the night. I loved this more than anything <coughs> else. We've seen Shayna Baszler end up taking the NXT Women's Title back from Kyrie Sane. I called that. Which shit. I did not see happening, and you definitely called it. I did. I not don't see like that. the way she won. She won. What do you mean you don't like the way she won? She won by submission by knocking fucking Kyrie out. Yeah. What more do you want? But off interference by women who aren't even wrestling yet. Uh, I do agree with that. The whole uh, <laughs> horse women was. Shayna Baszler of, doesn't need that. She's a badass shitty, bitch. But if you're going to have Kyrie Sane lose, I think that's the way you have to do it. Why? She's not Asuka. Oscar's not fucking Oscar pasty, not at this point. <laughs> Shayna Baszler, Shayna Baszler shouldn't at this point be able to beat Kyrie Sane. I don't. I mean, especially with the way Shayna Baszler the the promo package was set up, and Shayna's like, she didn't beat me, I lost. Right. For the match to end the way it did, I was pretty pissed. It's but. setting up a heel Shayna, which is obviously they're setting up the the heel. Horse women, which, um, Pasty, I'm calling you out right now. A couple months ago, you said, well, of course you're going to have the four horse women of MMA versus the four horse women of WWE by evolution. They'll have enough time. <coughs> no, but they're building towards it now. They are, but I'm calling you out that, nope, I told you they wouldn't fucking do it by now. I'm going to call you out. Okay, but I still get the, the benefit of the doubt that the two other women got in active at this event. It's better than them not. I don't count it as a full loss. You can count it as a full loss for me, but I still think I get something out of that. Okay, then Alundra Blaze is, is the fucking WWE champion by your account. Sure. Because Alundra Blaze showed up. No. Alundra Blaze was actually in a fucking match. So not only, she's the CEO, according to your logic. Yeah, but three of these horsewomen won the NXT Women's Championship. One couldn't do it by herself. Three had to be in there. So Alundra Blaze is the CEO of WWE is what you're telling everybody. Yep. Okay. That's going to be the title of our show. <laughs> <laughs> Um, this, this match was just, God, I, I don't have anything. 
the selling was fucking fantastic from both women. Yeah, they really told a story. The storytelling, oh fuck, yeah, oh my god, they told a story, they worked, every movement they did meant something. From where they rolled, to how they stood up, to what part of the other person they grabbed, like, everything meant fucking something. I loved watching this match. This was, to me, this was Bob Ross painting a picture. I could dig that. Um, Shayna Baszler did end up winning... She had worked over the arm over and over and over again. And like Pasty said, um, I don't even remember the women's names. I should have it down. But anyways, the other two four horsewomen of MMA got involved. And uh, Kyrie Sane lost due, literally due to that. First, um, Kyrie had thrown Shayna over the guardrail into the NXT crew and the MMA women were in there. And after that, they got involved and um, just kept interfering when, when the ref wasn't looking. It was, it was a good match. Just a really good match. So, it's I mean, funny because when Ronda Rousey was at WrestleMania, she didn't know how to deal with the interference and that kind of tricky shit. But the rest of the horsewomen know how. No, no right? problem. <laughs> right. Yeah, this is another good example of just how sometimes the best matches are the hardest to describe because you have to watch good. it. It was just art so and motion. Um, speaking of some of the best matches, Pacey, we had a last woman standing match. Um, WWE would tell you that this is the very first ever WWE last women standing match, pasty. But that is false. That is false. In fact, we actually had Asuka versus Nikki Cross in the last woman standing match. Both WWE wrestlers, both contracted to WWE at the time, both on a WWE show. But it was NXT, so it doesn't count. I guess fucking not. I guess fucking not. <laughs> I can tell Asuka. I mean, Asuka obviously doesn't count at all to WWE anyway. Right, so, right. fuck. So, no, this was not the first ever last woman standing match. But, sorry, Asuka. Sorry, Nikki Cross. This is the best ever last woman standing oh, match yeah. in, in WWE. Holy fucking shit. Jesus Christ. Um... I will, I'm going to say this right now. I'm going to say this. I am not a Charlotte Flair fan. No, you are not. In this match, and I'm not going to say going forward, but in this match, Charlotte Flair won me over. Because both of these women. Oh, fuck. Told, told a story. Like, I was, I was with them from the uh, not not from the first moment. Actually, no, it took a little bit to get into it. Yeah, I'm gonna say this. I I started watching the match, and I said, "This is a boring match." And I started fucking getting on um, my computer and fucking around with shit, and I was bored. And shortly after I got on the computer, 
I looked over and I was watching something and I looked back at my computer and I looked over and I watched something and I kept staring at my TV and I was like, oh shit. And you know what? That's, I like that. I want that. I don't want a match to start off immediately. I want it to build up. I expected it to be bad, but no. I, I like the fact that it started slow and built up, Pasty. And it built the fuck up. <coughs> well, this match was crazy. This match was fucking awesome. I didn't like the whole spot where they were just like angrily like raging at each other from across the ring, throwing chairs in for no reason. Um, that's a callback to ECW, so I did dig that. I think my favorite part was when Becky was fishing around under the ring and the crowd started chanting, we want tables. And you could tell she was having Vietnam flashbacks to her last trying to set up a table debacle. <laughs> so we had some, so we have to call it out. We had some table debacles on, in this match. Yes. Yes, we did. Um, a uh, 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 Charlotte Flair set up Becky on a table and she went to do her moonsault, which Charlotte Flair hits her moonsault about 7% of the time. Yeah. And, folks... The table is far too close for how tall she is, too. I mean, that I called I, that right away. Okay, I'm going to say this right now, folks. Um, Io Shirai, who, is one of the, who has one of the best moonsaults ever in the world, missed, like every fucking moonsault in the Mae Young Classic. So I, I'll, I'll tell you, that doesn't mean anything. Right. Um, Io Shirai actually hit a beautiful moonsault on this final on Tony Storm from outside of the ring. So yeah, I, that was I get fucking it. awesome. I, I do get it. Um, but Charlotte really misses her moonsault all the fucking time. But what I loved was she missed the moonsault, didn't break the table, got back up on there, and she didn't go for another moonsault pasty. No, she did a, a, like a front flip. She did a senton, a senton. Okay, senton, yeah, there you yeah, go. Yeah, hit a fucking senton and busted <coughs> the table. That, as much, you know, I, I'm not a Charlotte fan, but that is professionalism. Yep, call it on the that fly. That is somebody who knows how to fucking work it. She didn't just go back and do the same thing over again, like fucking Lana in between Naya and Tamina screaming. No, that's not what she did. See, and for me, the thing is, is like, they had another table spot set up for later in the night. They could have just let it slide when it didn't break and just went they on. They could have. But no, they, they went through another sequence. She got her back on the table, got back up there. I was like, face palm, why are you doing this? And then she did the senton. I was like, okay, this is awesome. It was. And let's <laughs> let's talk about when Becky started fucking wailing the shit out of Charlotte Flair and the fans started chanting, you deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, let's rewind. Let's rewind to that. Let's rewind before this match started, Pasty. And they showed clips of the of what led up to this, right? Yes. Okay, so they showed clips of what led up to this. And there was the point where Becky Lynch had uh, called Charlotte Flair... Um, 
God, what did she, 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 what did she call her, Pacey? Help me out. Because I don't watch, you and I haven't been watching it anyways. Right. Um, anyways, um, nonetheless, (laughs) what happened was the fans had cheered Becky Lynch and and were all behind her when WWE uh, showed that clip on this night. They had piped in booze, so that it looked like everybody was booing uh, Becky Lynch and were cheering Charlotte Flair. They're still not willing to let sh- Becky be the the Steve Austin face she needs to be until the end of the match when Michael Cole's like, "Well, she's been pretty bad, but now she is the last woman standing." And da da da. And they kind of did a face turn even though it's not needed because she's already there. Well, we'll see, because I still think they think she's a uh, heel. But let's talk about that, too. So there were at least two different times, at least from my opinion, that Charlotte Flair didn't make it to the 10 count, and he called her up. At least one was obvious. One was in the middle of the ring. But the one time where Becky Lynch had her out um, on the table, on the announce table, took her out and she threw all the fucking announce chairs <laughs> on top of her. She started throwing every fucking little thing on top of her she could. I love that. And he starts counting her out. And he gets the nine. And Charlotte's still under chairs <laughs> and not up. And he stops counting and he's like, she's good. She's good! And it's like, motherfucker, <laughs> she's still got a chair on top of her. What the fuck are you, what match are you watching? Now, I have heard, and I, I don't agree with this, but I have heard from other places saying that, oh, it's referee's discretion because it's a false count anywhere match. And he tried to let it go as long as he could. But by the final end of it, he thought that Charlotte couldn't handle any more, and then he called it off. But to me, that's a bullshit fucking cop out. It's 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 a ten counter. It's nothing. Come on. Right, right. I did love Charlotte standing up from under the chairs like fucking Shredder from the end of the first Ninja Turtles movie. <laughs> that was fucking bad. The, the second Ninja Turtles movie you're talking. Yeah. About. Okay. Yeah. The the good yeah. one. Which, by the way, do you know who that was? Uh, I do. Do you know who played the, the Ninja Turtle that, that busted out uh, while uh, Vanilla Ice was rapping? God damn it. Who was it? Because I know it and I just don't remember Kevin it. Nash. There you go. Big sexy Kevin Nash played Super, Super Shredder. Super Shredder. Ninja Turtles member. Love movie. it. Yeah, damn right. <coughs> um, yeah, that... That was, um, it was what it was. It was a good match. This was a great match. I have seen so many people saying that not only was this the best match of the night, that this may be one of the best matches of the whole year, and that this might be the best women's match ever in WWE mainstream. I might Uh, be inclined to get behind the WWE mainstream. Because if you factor in NXT, then no. I mean, again, like, to me, 
This I had guess. all the spots you could ask for. And then this, some. And it, it went on way longer than I think anybody expected it to. Oh, it was and the almost finish, a half hour. Almost the a half finish hour. was fucking wonderful. It was great. The only thing is... The I mean, thing these women put me, their bodies through for this match is honorable in itself. For me, the fact that I think the NXT women's title match was better automatically null and voids us from being the best. At, but... I, this is me, this is my preference. I prefer a regular pro wrestling match over a gimmick match, like 100%, like all the time. Mm -hmm. I honestly, I prefer, I want to see a good story told in a regular pro wrestling match without gimmicks, so there's no crutch. So with gimmicks being involved, this might be, if you're not talking NXT matches, if you're not talking... Matches outside of WWE, maybe this is. Um, I can't think of a lot other than um, Sasha and Bailey, but again, that's NXT. If you're not talking NXT, this could be. But me personally, I'd still, I'd still put Shane and Kyrie before this. But that's me. That's me because I prefer a straight wrestling match. I can see, though, where everybody would say this would be the best because as a last person standing match, if this was women or men or not, this was a fantastic fucking match. Oh, yeah. Just, oh, fucking great. When she uh, made me forget all about AJ Styles and Samoa Joe's last man standing match. No shit. When Charlotte Flair had all them, remember when they started? You you said they were throwing all the the, the chairs in the ring. Remember mm-hmm. you're talking about that? Charlotte Flair went and hit her with that suplex. Fucking, she hit Becky Lynch. The only thing that hit the chairs were her fucking head. Right. She yeah. She fucking slammed the fucking chairs with her head, and nothing else hit. I was like, oh shit. And at and the end of the, the throwing of the, the chairs in the ring, too, I love that when, when the crowd started chanting for tables and Becky went to pull the table out and Charlotte realized it and she sprints around the ring and just poof, wails right? the shit out of her. I love that. Oh, this was good. Yeah, and they and they brawled into the crowd. And this was just, I mean, th- this was a really good, this was a, a great match. I, I Not even a really good, this was a great match. You could say was this was the best ever women's match on on the the main roster. I, I don't know that I agree with well, that. Well, I mean, even if Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane was better than this match, you could still get it under that qualification that it's an NXT women's title match, so it doesn't qualify. I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, nonetheless, I'm, I'm still going to agree that this was one of the best oh, yeah. women's matches in WWE. It was history. good. It was easy to watch. I rewound multiple times just so I could see segments again. Yeah, I did too. Oh, for sure. It was fucking great. Um, last match of the night. Surprisingly, much better than I thought it was going to be. Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella. This was a good match. Yeah. A really, a really good match. Holy shit. If the last match was the best women's match in WWE mainstream history, 
then this match was the best match Nikki Bella's ever had. Oh, definitely. This was a really fucking good match. Um, the story, they told the story. They definitely, definitely told the story. Brie Bella helped on the outside. I'm not going to lie. It wouldn't probably have been as good without Brie, Brie Bella there. At least she didn't fuck anything up. No, she she <laughs> interfered, but she didn't directly affect the ending, which really makes a difference here. Um, Ronda Rousey ended up winning, beating Nikki Bella with her uh, um, Fujiwara armbar. Not the Fujiwara armbar. Um, with an armbar. The armbar. The armbar. You damn right. This sexy uh, bar I mean, arm star. This was they, they gave it fifteen minutes. Um, could I mean it could have went a little less. I will admit that if I was booking this, the NXT match would have gotten this fifteen minutes, and this match would have gotten twelve minutes that the NXT got. But that's fine. I'm not booking this. Um, God, this. Rhonda looked good. Nikki looked really good, surprisingly. Yeah. Yep. I don't have a lot of negative to say about this at all. Nope, I expected a lot of negative going into it, and what I got pleased me. And it was good, and I think it was a worthy main event. It was. They definitely, I mean, they fucked up by not having the last woman standing match last. Well, they, they know he, it. They, they you gotta say... Becky got the fucking the fucking win on Twitter. Why? Cause somebody had posted something about or the lineup and how Ronda Rousey main line or main evented after Becky Lynch or followed Becky Lynch and then Becky Lynch shared it and said, Well, she tried to. <laughs> and that's it. That's it. I mean, definitely they <laughs> This match should not have ended. The, and I know um, Ronda Rousey, Nikki Bella are the two biggest right. names. This is your Brock Lesnar, Roman Reigns match. That's what For it is. Sure. But, but uh, better. <laughs> it couldn't, but it couldn't stand up to the last woman standing no. match. And this match would have looked so much better before the last woman standing match. And you know what? I'm not going to lie against the NXT women's title match. It wasn't as good, but it definitely would have held up. Like, if I watched Ronda Rousey versus Nikki Bella after Shayna Baszler and Kyrie Sane, I would have said, wow, I'm still enjoying this. This yeah. is impressive. And then you hit me with the last woman standing match, and you break all the tables, and you throw all the chairs. and So they, they kind of fucked up there, but that's fine because... God, this this pay-per-view was... Let's put it this way. As much hype as it didn't have, it way fucking exceeded that hype. Yeah. <laughs> Shit. Yeah, this is Great Balls of Fire all over again. Yeah, yo, fuck! That's, perf that's a perfect analogy, basically. Where you didn't think shit was going to happen, and it turned out to be fantastic, and you enjoyed the whole show. Yeah. Mm-hmm. hundred, hundred yeah, thousand percent. <laughs> I definitely dig that. 
Um, so do you want to shoot us through uh, Crown Jewel? I will. Uh, let's let's uh, give our overall rating of Evolution, though, will we? Um, overall rating of Evolution, uh, what are we, what Out are of 10. we rating it on? Out of 10? Yeah. I'm going to say from what I watched and from what I expected, out of 10, I'm giving this an 8 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10. 8.5 out of 10. All right. I like hearing you say that. For me, I'm sitting around a seven, but I mean, it was really good for what it I was. I will say this. For an all-women's pay-per-view and what we were expecting and what we got, it deserves a better score than seven. Well, yeah, that's that's kind of what I was going to say. What I'm going to say is um, what they, compared to what they fucking sold it as and what they delivered... If they would have hyped it better than they did, I'd probably give it a lower grade. Yeah. But considering the fact that it really almost didn't hype it at all and didn't promote it at all, it's getting a bigger grade just because of that. Just because they didn't fucking sell it to me. Right. I liked it. And it's kind of the all in of WWE women's wrestling. (laughs) Well, yeah, they sold the shit out of Crown Jewel to me, right? But see, like they did nothing but sell the shit out of Crown Jewel to me. I didn't fucking watch Crown Jewel, and I don't even want to, and I'm not going to. I have no fucking, there's nothing in my body that wants to watch any of those fucking matches, and they sold the shit out of it to me. So, yeah, the fact, if they hadn't, if they would have sold it better to me, it might be a lower grade, but yeah, I'll give it an 8.5. All right. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to sit right with, uh, I'll give them an 8. It was, it was a it was fun, and I, I really hope they do this again year after year. I hope they make this a thing. doesn't have to be all the time. Once a year is good enough for me. Maybe push Once it a little a bit closer to Mania. Maybe. But I enjoyed so what it. Ab- what about the crown jewels? Oh, God. <laughs> okay, so crown jewels started with the Hulk Hogan intro. And then when Let me tell you something, brother. I don't want any women coming up here, and I don't want any black folks sleeping with my daughter, brother. Hulkamania's running wild, and it burns when I pee, brother. And then... Let's see. I think, yeah, they started off with the tournament, and they did the SmackDown side of the tournament first, which I kind of didn't like like why wouldn't you just go back and forth would make sense to me but it started oh, they with did two and two huh they did two and two yeah so they did started with ray mysterio versus randy orton orton won by dastardly means uh as you would expect actually most of these matches all of these matches were won through dastardly means okay uh to to a point anyway uh Rey Mysterio won. What? 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 You no, Randy Orton won, not Rey Mysterio. Why is Rey, 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 Rey? No, no, Rey won. Rey won. Well, that is not what you have on <laughs> Yes, it is. Rey's highlighted. I don't know why it says Randy Orton, colon, Randy Orton. <laughs> I'm, I'm so lost right now. <laughs> 
son of a bitch. <coughs> Who the fuck won? Rey Mysterio won. But he was very injured at the end. He had to be carried out by a referee. Randy Orton pulled over some tough work on him. Rey Mysterio got him in the end. Uh, you that know, whatever. First match Ray. of the night. It it was what it was. Um, happy to see Ray Ray move on, but we all knew at the end of the match that he probably wasn't going to move on past the next round. The second match of the night was Jeff Hardy versus The Miz. Once again, The Miz won the match through nefarious means. Uh, suffered a, a good kick to the throat from Jeff Hardy, though. Nice. Um... To the point where The Miz left, and then he cut a promo about 20 minutes later, and he had next to no voice. Fucked up his larynx. Um, Miz vowed that he was going to snack on Rey Mysterio and go on to win. They... Did they do... I think they did Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler next. I didn't pay any attention to it. I knew Kurt Angle wasn't going to fucking win it. Um, How does Angle lose the Ziggler? Uh, nefarious means? <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Keep going. Don't even follow up. Just keep going. <laughs> and then Bobby Lashley lost to Seth Rollins. So things were kind of pressing forward the way I figured they would. Was pretty happy to see. Uh, and then it was, yeah, Miz versus Ray was over pretty quick. Pretty quick. Uh, God, I'm so bad at this, and I just fucking watched it earlier. I hate this. I hate this. Why can't you watch why, the why don't Why don't you just fast forward to why the fuck Shane McMahon won in a fucking <laughs> tournament he wasn't in? So the tournament the finals boils down happen? to the Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. What? What world are we in? Oh, we're in Saudi Arabia. Okay. <laughs> the match doesn't even start. The sad, These guys... You know the sad... Wait, 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 wait. Okay. The sad part is The Miz versus Dolph Ziggler sounds like a fantastic fucking match to me. Like, I can watch that for 20 yeah. minutes. Oh, yeah. Not a problem. This This match did come later in the night, though. They took a break... After the first rounds were over, and then they had the bar versus the New Day. The New Day came out on a magic carpet. Well, it's fucking, you know, racism. Uh, Big Show ended up hitting Big E with a short knockout punch, which was enough to set him up for Sheamus' bro kick. Because, you know, fucking racism. <laughs> And, and the bar is still SmackDown Tag Team Champions. Um, fucking racism. <laughs> so then you had AJ Styles versus Samoa Joe. And I tuned out most of this because I've seen it a bunch. And I knew AJ wasn't going to lose because Daniel Bryan. <laughs> <coughs> and then they cut back to the, the finals of the World Cup. And the Miz versus Ziggler, they don't even start the match. They both start brawling outside the ring. It's going crazy. Miz is chasing Dolph. Miz, I think, threw Dolph out of the ring or onto the floor or something. Yeah. Miz goes to jump down to chase him. Lands weird. Isn't able to stand up. Keeps telling the ref he's fine. He's fine. 
McMahon comes over to check on him because, of course, both general managers are at ringside. Which which McMahon? There's seven McMahon. Shane McMahon. This was also after the God. See, this is this is why I need you to watch these things. So, so at this point, this is after Braun Strowman lost to Brock Lesnar because Baron Corbin hit Braun Strowman with a chair to start the match. That happened. That wasn't even the main event. No, that was mid mid. Shane was the fucking main event. No, Shane wasn't the main event either. What the fuck's the main event? Four old men. Oh, fuck. I, you know what? Holy shit, I forgot that match. <laughs> That's disgusting. <coughs> oh so, yeah. Braun loses to Brock after a few chain shots or chair shots from Corbin and five F5s. He kicked out a four of them, couldn't kick out of the fifth one. Brock won. I called that shit. I knew it. Roman's out with leukemia. Vince panics. What are you going to do? You're going to put it on fucking Brock Lesnar because he's money. I know why mm. fucking why build it a young up and comer mm. when you can fucking just slap it on some jackass who will only show up five times yep. a year. Yeah, but I think that's no, what Vince I, I wants now with, with Roman out of the picture anyway. It, that is what it Vince makes wants. sense I agree in my you. mind through his mind. <coughs> no, I I actually I hundred percent agree with you. It doesn't make sense. Um, Brock is. Brock's the only name they have mm-hmm. right now. They he's don't safe. Have John he's Cena. safe money. They don't have. Yeah, he's the only name they have right now, which is wrong because 100% Samoa Joe, AJ Styles, Miz, Seth Rollins, any of those guys could be as big or bigger right. than Brock Lesnar, John Cena. Any of those guys, but Vince won't let that happen. Mm-hmm. And and yes, Brock Lesnar is the name. Yeah, he is. He's the name. Mm-hmm. All right, back to the finals. Miz is on the floor, not able to stand up. Ref keeps checking on him. Miz keeps swearing he's fine. Uh, Shane McMahon comes over to check on him. He says he's fine. He says he's never been injured. This can't be happening. Never. Then he says something about there was a pop. There's Baron a Corbin pop. goes over to the official and tells him that this is a forfeit. Has to be a forfeit. He can't compete. Ref backs it up. The official goes to call it off. Shane McMahon says, no, no. This match, this is the, the finals of a tournament. This can't be won via forfeit this way. I'm going to step in. But we can. This can't be won by forfeit, but we can just add an extra person in there out of fucking nowhere who hasn't won any matches (laughs) and wants a fucking storyline where he fucks his sister and has her child. (laughs) That is okay. Because we need incest. Right. That's what's going to give us ratings. (laughs) Shane McMahon... Goes after Dolph Ziggler right away before Dolph even has time to react to this whole change. This motherfucker looked <laughs> like a newborn fucking baby that was seven weeks over fucking due. 
I seen when he him. won. I seen the. He I was so excited and happy and like trophy. sprinting around the ring, like, "Oh my god, I did it!" I seen this oh, son of a bitch holding the trophy, and he looked slimy, <laughs> and he looked blown up, yep. and he looked half dead. And, and the was match like, wasn't even five fucking minutes. Oh my god, this motherfucker! Baron Corbin got ejected. Uh, uh, Dolph's guy, Drew, Drew, Drew McIntyre. Yeah, Gulak. Drew McIntyre got ejected, so of course Shane was going to win. Shane hit a coast-to-coast across the ring. Couldn't tell because they switched the camera angle at the last second to a better angle, so you couldn't tell if he landed it or not. But it looked like he was pretty close. It looked like a good one. (laughs) Um, Yeah, one. Won the match. Ran around like a 12-year-old kid with the trophy. Uh, it was pretty stupid. I'm sitting here fucking... Basie, I'm sitting here just pissed. Why? Why not have fucking Yokozuna fucking <laughs> I just think God it's the best in the world tournament. It. Like I said at what the top of the show, the... They're, they're stripping that title from CM Punk here, basically. Giving it to somebody else. Why not give it to a McMahon? What better way to stick it to him, you know? It was dumb. Do these... It was do, dumb. Are we... Are we... I mean... Fuck. Basie. Maybe it's us. Maybe it's us. The, the mean, thing I was expecting, because Shane on SmackDown said, oh, if any of fuck. you guys from SmackDown make it to the finals and don't win, you're fired. You no longer have a home on SmackDown. I was expecting Shane to fire the injured Miz. He didn't do that though. That yeah, would have made this even better. That th- that would have made this just, good. I mean, maybe it's us, Pasty. Maybe we expect too much from WWE. Like maybe it, it it's our fault. We can't. Woo! Yeah. So, okay. I'm going to step back. I'm I'm not going to look at it as it's us. We're not the problem. Okay, I'm going to pretend we're not the problem, Pacey. We probably are, but I'm going to pretend we're not the problem. The WWE has a tournament. The World Cup to determine the best in the world. Everybody in that tournament is American. Yep. Best in the world. Best in the world. I mean, Americans are the best in the world, so I understand that. Then we get to Saudi Arabia and um fucking you know what what if it was like okay so Daniel Bryan or John Cena John Cena's not gonna be in it so we put Shane McMahon in the tournament to replace him and okay but no okay fuck nope okay erase that forget what I just said Best in the world. Everybody's American. 
So we have Kurt Angle versus Dolph Ziggler. We have Hardy versus Miz. We have Bobby Lashley versus Seth Rollins. And we have Rey Mysterio versus Randy Orton. A motherfucking who's who of some of the best pro wrestlers of the last decade. Kurt Angle won the 1996 Olympics with a broken neck. That's not a fucking shoot. That wasn't WWE. He actually fucking did that. That's amazing. We have Dolph Ziggler, who puts his all in every single match, every time he goes out there, even though he knows that he's not getting the same money as the people that phone it in. Jeff Hardy, who has literally put his body on the line and has jumped off ladders through tables and hit chairs and shortened his own lifespan to just to entertain us as fans. We got Mike the Miz Mizanin, who not only was a reality show star, but actually, people forget, he actually wrestled in the indies before he got a shot at Tough Enough. Then he went through Tough Enough, put up with all their bullshit, and lost Tough Enough, and still came back and decided to work his ass off to be a star. We got Bobby Lashley, who is not only a kick-ass pro wrestler, but is a winning MMA wrestler. This motherfucker has been in, in, in many MMA bouts. Seth Rollins, who was Tyler Black for many years before ever stepping in the ring in WWE, a former Ring of Honor champion who has had bouts with the likes of AJ Styles and Samoa Joe. Rey Mysterio, whose lineage travels far beyond our borders and through WWE, ECW, WCW, CMLL, AAA, Randy Keith Orton, whose father, Bob Orton, Cowboy Bob Orton, was on the very first fucking WrestleMania card that ever happened. All of these motherfuckers are in this match. And none of them are better than a McMahon. <laughs> Shane McMahon wasn't in this match. And he fucking won. Mm. Oh, Pacey, I'm brilliant. happy I didn't watch this fucking pay-per-view. Oh, and the best thing is, is every round of this fucking tournament... They announced all the accolades each superstar has acquired throughout the years inside of WWE, including pointing out who was a Grand Slam champ- Grand Slam champion. So they said the same shit I said and uh-huh. more. Yep. And still just fucking threw him under the bus, huh? Yep. <laughs> like, how could you do that? That's fucking wrong. That is wrong. And then the night was uh, main evented by four old guys that nobody cares about in a match that was actually fairly entertaining. There was a lot of fun stuff. There was some botches that were fun. Um, was it good? At one point, they were all four outside of the ring, and Undertaker is peeling the shit off the announce table. Somebody's going through an announce table, whatever. Yeah. <laughs> He completely clears off the Saudi Arabian announce table and partially clears off the United States announce table because they have specific spots set up and he didn't need to clear off the whole thing. 
but all four guys ended up positioning themselves backwards. And I think Triple H threw, yeah, threw Kane into the stairs, but it was opposite of what he was supposed to do. And then you heard him tell Undertaker, well, let's go this way then. And then they both kind of (laughs) ran at the barricade. And at the last second, Triple H turned. It still looked like he hit the barricade with all of the momentum, but Undertaker was the one who had to sell it. It was pretty pathetic. Uh, At one point, Shawn Michaels accidentally demasked Kane, which was funny as hell. And Kane tried (laughs) tried to, to quickly put his mask back on without anybody noticing, but it was already all fuckered up. I guess it'd be worse if we didn't all know what Kane looks like anyways. <laughs> well, I mean, he's he's an American politician and he's in Saudi Arabia. He might not want his face to be seen. I'm super <laughs> fucking... I can't believe that he... Yeah, Daniel Bryan backed out. John Cena backed out. out. Kane's yeah. still there. That's, That's a Republican for you. Super fucked up. I can't fucking believe that. Yeah. But no, if if you go back and watch any of these matches, this would be the match to watch just because it's kind of fun. You know, I I might at some point. No, yeah, don't honestly, don't run just... to your fucking TV right now. It's not it's not worth it. <laughs> well, even just out of protest, like I don't want to give them any numbers. So if I did watch it, I'd probably watch it on some illegal streaming site, anyways. God. But. I worry about their numbers. Every fucking person who said they weren't going to watch it, watched it. It's disgusting because I didn't face it. I know you I didn't. didn't. But you said you were going to watch it. So you went against the grain. <laughs> I never said I, I never said I was going to watch it. Not once. In fact, I said multiple times I wouldn't watch it. I don't think you did. Fuck yeah. I've never wanted to watch this pay-per-view and I've been against it from the beginning. But nevertheless, we're uh, sitting right at about two and a half hours, two and a half, over two and a half hours, if I have to edit in some stuff. We're at two and a half. (laughs) So, yeah. More than enough. Yeah. I think next week we'll have to give them a little bit of rundown about the Jericho Cruise. Hopefully both of us will know a little bit more about what went down there, too. So we can give a better synopsis on that. I definitely want to dig into that, though. Uh, Well, we don't. For a change, we don't have any WWE pay-per-views to discuss. Right, we got two weeks till um till Survivor Series, two weeks from Sunday. Right, yeah. <coughs> so I think yeah, with uh with that all being said, folks, we're gonna hit the old dusty trail here in Beefsticks Land. It's about one o nine a.m. and we have lives to live tomorrow. You can't prove that, Basie. Folks, go ahead and check out Suck My Fick. Suck it good. Suckmyfick.com. Their latest episode is The Lusty Gengar 2, Curse of the Stump Zombie. Sounds wonderful. I can't wait to listen. And when you give them a listen, make sure you hit them up and let them know Beastix sent you. That way they know that we're doing our part in this PP partnership. With that being said, I am the fattest of the mackest. And I am probably the pastiest white you'll ever meet. Good night. And farewell.